Time for the Army Synchronization yet again, episode 215 on Sunday the 16th of January. I'm Amish Fiddle. I'm Amish Ben. I'm Amish Matt. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. Testing me there, I had to do a little quick flick of the wrist to get, that, uh, to get the dwarf in there. Never mind the, uh, the other two. Yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, um, we we meant to have Ryan Seven this week, but he's not well. No, he's he's poorly Ryan Seven. Not yeah. just Ryan Seven, he's poorly Ryan Seven. Yeah, so he's he's not uh, illuminated as uh, to the nature of his condition. Hopefully, it's just a bad flu or cold yeah. or something. Yeah, I think he oh, said he's, well he's going soon. to send us some tarot, and we'll be able to make our own judgments about. I don't think we could just go through slides <laughs> while he's not here. <laughs> just Skip. interpret them ourselves. <laughs> All we, would, all we would say is that that looks like a penis. <laughs> and that yeah. looks like a vagine. Yes, true. So, what a week it's been. How are you? What have you been doing, Matt, this week? Uh, nothing, just trying to, you know, gradually getting back up to speed again at work. Um, slowly building up my caseload. People. Yeah. How many have you got? 16. 16? Yeah. A lot of people. And I need 22. Why do you need 22? That's what, how many people I've got to... Oh. Is it a target? League yeah. tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a target. Well, I've got to see as many people... I've got to have 20 contact hours a week. So I've been advised to book in 22. How many, how many minutes do you see each person? Um, a CBT session is 50 minutes, apparently. So anywhere between 40 and... 60 minutes, sometimes a little bit more. I can normally finish it. For the hot? No. <laughs> I might have to work privately one day. I can't say things like that. You think it, though? <laughs> you could do a radio show, like Fraser Crane. Exactly, yeah. He was a head shrinker, no? He was a psychiatrist, though. He was like a proper person. I think like he a was medical an actor. Degree. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, IRL. Psychiatrist gets to prescribe meds, don't they? Is that the main difference? Yeah, and like the the years and years more training. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Well, you do a medical degree, don't you? And then I, I, believe, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. You do a medical degree first, and then you specialise. Oh, so you're like, you're like an MD, yeah, normal common variety doctor, and then you <laughs> specialise. I believe psychiatry is the longest training of the medical profession so like longer than surgery it's years and years and years basically wow. i think it's like 12 years or something stupid so that's different than a clinical psychologist yeah so like a psychologist is works in psychology whereas psychiatrist works in psychiatry. medicine yeah right. the uh the scientologists have it well in for the <laughs> psychiatrists you know do they yeah they prefer psychologists 
Um, well, none of him, really, because yeah. they have the answers, don't they? Oh, yes. <laughs> don't they? What's the thing that they have to do? Oh, auditing. Auditing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You put your little, you grab two cups, <clears throat> and then they, you divulge all your personal secrets, and then they blackmail you for the rest <laughs> of your life. <laughs> Allegedly, because <laughs> they're, they're famously very litigious, a very litigious group of, of folks, aren't they? Scientologists. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I read Going Clear last year. It was a good book. That. Yeah, I want to read that one. Right. I want to read that one. Right. Yeah. You can borrow it. It's good. Interesting read. Yeah. How these sort of targeted celebrities. Yeah, so makes yeah. sense, doesn't it, for the new religion? PR. Yeah. Couple of uh, Louis, your mate Louis documentaries. Oh, yeah, I got my... Uh, Literally a Louis Theroux communist T-shirt on. we got to get through this. That's the name of yeah. his um, biography as well, I think. we got to get through through, through this. this. yeah. Has he got a biography? Yeah, it's good as well. Oh, that'd be, that'd be quite He reads the audible version, if, you, if you're interested, which is better than... Yeah, but that's cheating. My internal monologue. <laughs> I've just cancelled audible. Have yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. I thought it's, it's, about, it's about time. He's got a famous cousin... Louis Theroux. Justin. Justin Theroux. Wasn't he an item with... Haniston. Uh, J.A. Yeah, yeah. They were married. Right. Yeah. Do you not keep up with celebrity gossip? <laughs> Fuck, no. They, they subsequently divorced, I think, yeah. Recently. I remember watching briefly a few episodes of a show he was in where um, half the population yes. sort of ascended to heaven. Like the greatest TV show that was never properly oh. finished. Yeah, it was brilliant. The leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. It got axed. Did it? Basically, what they no, what they did it was slightly worse. They, <laughs> they did a proper first series. Yeah, left it on a really good ending. Did a proper second series, left it on an equally good ending, and then what they did is they crammed in the remaining four series into one series, one final third series. <sighs> And they whipped through the story, and people were like all in alternate universes, basically. And someone made this machine, and you could travel there or something. I think that's what I kind of remember. I got to, I got to. There was a point where uh, Liv Tyler's character rapes a guy in the back of a van. I thought, yeah, it's pink now. I'm not watching it anymore. <laughs> Male rape is a real thing. I'm sure, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not making light of right. sexual abuse. <laughs> anyway, are... talking about other religions. This is what happens when we don't get guests. <laughs> talking about religions, uh, one of uh, the UK's religions, the BBC. <laughs> I thought the NHS was so uh, true. Yeah, that's, that's top of the one of them, yeah. top of the class. Yeah, but I think BBC is a close second when it comes to national oh, right. religions. So, like anti, like uh, Church of England Catholicism, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, is it Nadine Doris? I think she's the culture secretary at the moment. It's announced that the license fee is going to be abolished in 2027. Oh, is it? So it's actually happening? Mm. Yeah, well, it was announced today. Oh, right. Well, I just saw the front of the, the, the Daily Mail, my mum's Daily Mail this afternoon, and it said, uh, two billion cut from BBC or something. That's between now and 2027. So they're freezing the license fee now at £159. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then in 2027, they're going to, by the time we get there, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with it. It's uh, it's frozen until 2024, and then there's a couple of small increases. Right. Oh, sorry, right. Sorry, mis misinfo, misinformation <laughs> age. Right, oh, so they're going to shrink it even more, are they? It's interesting. Well, it's fucking bloated, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what's it for, the BBC? Uh, well, it's, it, I think the model is 
it's outdated now, isn't it? Um, personally, I, I, I used to be a quite a big fan of the BBC, and then I got Netflix. So, um, I mean, I do use BBC Sport, the website, and sometimes listen to Radio 4, and sometimes just listen to Five Live Football, but very rarely. Um, and that's about it. I, I play occasionally. So it's, it's a recent, I've since basically Netflix came along, it's slowly gone out of my life. It's good good for uh, kids' TV, CBBS. Yeah, I suppose that's the other thing that I'd probably watch. Uh, <laughs> Even now, they'd prefer to watch YouTube and Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Same with my kids. Uh, when they were very young, they watched CBBS. And then, but we're going back eight years. Yeah. Netflix mm. and the sort were still in their infancy. We probably didn't have a smart telly with YouTube and stuff in it on it yeah. at the time. Whereas now everyone wants it on demand. Yes, on demand. Please. Now. Yes. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, it's sort of antiquated, isn't it? The whole model. I mean, mo- right. In fact, most people listening are American. Mm. They have no idea. We we pay a, a tax, essentially, to watch TV. Well, this yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? The whole thing about if you don't have a TV license, you could potentially go to prison or whatever. It would be fine. I don't think it would be free prison for not having a TV license or just find I think on paper like you can still get hanged for certain things <laughs> yeah. okay so yeah so I think in, in that respect and like people turning up at your door and saying why have you not got a TV license you know it is a bit sort of like you know Netflix those are people's jobs Matthew where are they <laughs> going to go in 2027 well you know make it something that people want to pay for I think a lot That's of people will have to do people will um I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm such a fucking Tory. <laughs> um, that, uh, but is it? I, I don't know. It's so competitive, isn't it? Um, I would say for me, it's Netflix. Yeah. Then sometimes now TV. Yeah. And then Anything Prime. Prime Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Forgot about that one. What's but, What's now TV? That you, What do you Sky, get on that? That's basically Sky. Oh. But I mean, what decent Sky channels is this? Sky oh, Atlantic, and HBO, yeah, yeah it's Sky Atlantic it, yeah. and football, basically. Right. So, um, I'm paying quite a lot for those four services. So, well, I don't know. It's, it's it's. I think we've got the we've got the bumper Netflix. That's fourteen pounds a month. Um, I think Disney's seven. So that's twenty one. Now TV. I mean, if you were to pay for that, that would be football's thirty pound a month. Um, and the the other one, some we only get now TV when you can get a deal. So at the moment, it's like a pound a month or something stupid. Yeah. Uh, the only way it's it's in any way affordable is if you do share passwords and you get a few of you together, mm. and you buy all of them and mm. then split the cost. Yeah, and sw- yeah. Oh, poor my in laws are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I pay fucking everything and I use it the least. And do they all? Uh, Use yours or something? Not all. I, I, know, I don't know what mother-in-law's on Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff. Yeah, but that's the way to do it. It's one person gets mm. one of each, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, we get Netflix, you get Amazon. Eventually, Until they stop it, yeah, they'll stop that. And then yeah. be like, oh. Apparently there is a way to do it now where you can you, you link your account to a device and that's it, basically. And you can't... It's something to do with the IP... Or link it to the IP address. Uh, but then I suppose that wouldn't work if you're, like, on holiday and want to use it and stuff. So, um but there, apparently there is a way to do it, but they, they, they're not bothered at the moment because subscriptions are still growing. 
Honestly, they they, if they do that, I think a lot of people will go back to um, BBC. No, it won't be there be, anymore. Well, exactly. BBC won't be there. It'll be um, eight pound a month. <laughs> It'll be ITV. Oh fuck! There's nothing on ITV. Well, they'll go back to well, Dancing like, on Ice, <laughs> Napster, whatever. The <laughs> well, this is the other thing. Is is the thirty pound Cody boxes, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the yeah. street illegal streaming. Yeah, yeah. The quality's not there, though, is it? If you were to do that. So I've heard. <laughs> From what I've heard, it's reliability that tends to be the issue. Sometimes yeah. things just don't work and you've got to re... Apparently you've got to, like, reset things. And, <laughs> yeah, that know, is a ball ache, isn't it? You have to look on YouTube for a video to tell you how to fix it and then it, you can fix it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, none of it really bothers me because there's not much I watch these days anyway. Well, if you do watch stuff, it, it gets challenging as well because people move stuff around the platforms and... Mm. and oh, things get taken off, don't yeah, they? Or someone like Paramount or someone will have their yeah. own suddenly launch their own and then everything goes over to that like disney did so yeah. all the all the marvel movies went to disney they own them so fair enough mm. but it's another platform to pay for yeah it's, 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 there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of coming diversification if that's the right word divestment well you're gonna have to pay like five or six times what you pay now yes. to watch what you used to watch yeah so i think that they talk about a saturation point don't they with subscriptions where you, fatigue yeah you just say well no and then you'll you'll crop it then to like the main ones and then they'll all wither away and they'll go back to being on other people's platforms it's like having normal telly and waiting for the network premiere of a film yeah 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 <laughs> just before christmas uh it was my first day off uh, after the boys had finished school and uh I went on Netflix to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because that's like a tradition. Is it on there? No. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> it's, you can't stream it. It's a HBO. Uh, I had to you... buy it off Amazon. Oh, right, okay. For yeah. four quid or something. I think I rented it. I think we rented it this year. I didn't rent it. I bought it because I don't want this to happen every year. <laughs> I'm going to watch it every year. So I bought it. Yeah. I don't know what it was. So there was only two quid or something in it. Mm. Well, I bought it. Yeah, it's uh, it's well, it's the way things are going. Don't really care. Yeah, I mean, I think this whole subscription thing is like in every aspect of life. I reckon. Mm. Do you think you'll go back to? Uh, do you remember uh, radio rentals? Oh, Rumbelows. And, and start <laughs> renting your TV again and stuff. Or you'll get like you'll own nothing. Well, if you'll own nothing, and you'll yeah, be happy, yeah, won't yeah. you? Yeah. You just borrow a sieve. When you need one, exactly. Uh, yeah. How often do you use a sieve? What's the point of buying one? Yeah, exactly. The little uh, World Economic Forum drone will come around and drop it off for you, <laughs> and then it'll say, "You you have twenty minutes <laughs> to use your sieve, and then we're coming back." And if it's not, if it's not ready, oh well, we might have to find you. We might have to find you some imperial credits. The worst one I've heard of is the ride sharing. That one really freaks me out about like cars and, you know, having a a, a rental car or whatever, a subscription car, yeah. but it picks up like five people <laughs> and takes them all because it'll figure out the route and what's fastest. So, you know, everyone will be hailing their cab or their car or whatever, and you'll share it with these people and you'll be happy. Um, and you'll be ferried around in this automatic driving car, basically. That one is a particular. I don't want to share a car with someone. No. It's cars important. It's part of your independence. Mm. It's like uh, when old folks when they have to give up the car, it's terrible. Yeah, it's heartbreaking because the you know that's it's not just about going to the shops. 
It's about having the ability to go to the shop or mm. the cinema whenever you want. Yeah. It's your freedom. And the, the thought of being reliant on public transport is terrifying for most <laughs> people, isn't it? Because it's, it's a... Awful. Such a crack of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just get a chauffeur. Yeah. Taxi, yeah. Yeah. What are those um, things that people pull or ride? Uh, ride a little bike and it's got like a little carriage at the back. Tuk-tuk. Tuk-tuk. That's, that's a motorised one, isn't it? But are they are tuk-tuks? Did they not used to be like just people you running on pulling them with sticks? Rickshaw. 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 Is that <laughs> <laughs> yes. The tuk-tuk is the modern rickshaw. Is it? Right, okay. Yeah. Johnny uh, Cab. <clears throat> so that's where we'll be. Johnny Cabs are here already, aren't they, basically? <laughs> Ubers and what's it called? That other guy. Lyft. Yeah. Lyft. Uh, Tesla. With these automatic driving cars or whatever that run people that <laughs> allegedly run people over, but only when it's dark. <laughs> Don't go out. Well, Mark, there'll be curfews anyway. You won't be able to go out after dark anyway. I know, it's too yeah. dangerous. All those yeah. we can't have streetlights. It's uh, you know we've got to think of the planet. Turn all the streetlights out. Well, don't go out after eight o'clock. I'm really interested to see what is going to be <laughs> the unintended consequences of switch into electric cars where are they going to get the money from uh fuel duty yeah that's a massive um yeah massive income streams for governments and it's not like they're just going to let that money go no they'll have to get it back from something else you have to come from somewhere else it's going to go on you we'll have to go on your electricity bill surely then but electricity will be free (laughs) It'll be free. <laughs> Take it from the sun and from the wind and it'll be free. How could they tax Isn't that the whole point, to have cheap, free energy? What do you mean they put tariffs on it? Yeah. Bastards. I mean, it's like already doubled, doesn't it? And it's going to double again in April, apparently, uh, energy prices. So uh, I think we're going nuclear. <laughs> what? I, think, I think that's the play. I think that's what's going to happen. Well, in this country, we're, we're making mini uh, nuclear power plants, aren't we? Fusion uh, reactors as well. It yeah, looks like the Germans are getting fucked with the it, gas in the A. Yeah, in the by the EU. It's but like what? France have have, have, have sort of uh, rogered them. Really, they've Germany have just shut down all the, the. I think the last two nuclear plants, so they shut them down. And France is saying, "No, we need more. We need to." Uh, they changed the, some sort of wording in in the EU's um, nuclear pol- non-proliferation treaty policy wording, where they're describing nuclear as clean energy now. Because it is. It yeah. is clean energy. Well, yeah, as long as it's, like, done properly and stored. And, you know what's best? It works at night. <laughs> works at night. And it works on calm days as well. Yeah, yeah. So, And it works on really windy days, you know, when it's really so windy they have to turn the windmills off yeah. so they don't get damaged. So mm. just coal and gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just get the odd fuck up, fuck up, Fukushima up, don't you? That's the only uh, issue. Well, I think, there's, you know, there's, there's obviously... And what do you do with the fucking waste? You just bury it for a million years, don't you, basically? That's what they do, don't they? And then they like, have to move it every 50 years, just, by the sounds of it. Just shoot it up into space, be right. <laughs> That's what they should do, just shoot it at the sun. <laughs> Why aren't they? Yeah. Why aren't we in charge? <laughs> that, more to the point. I'd just shoot it at the moon. That'd be better, wouldn't it? Oh, there's a film coming out, Moonfall. Moonfall, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I watched that Don't Look Up. Oh, yeah. It was Fucking pretty shit. It was pretty bad, yeah. 
what an awful piece of shit. I was halfway through. And I thought, I can't believe I've sat through an hour of this. And how fucking long was it? It was, it was quite long, it was yeah. quite long and they were laboring the point. Yeah. The last scene. You, know, was you, the best. you caught the, the subtle <laughs> undertones, did you, about what it's all about? Yes, yeah, one me. of the very it's one of the very, very few films I actually understand on a deeper <laughs> level. I can never figure them out. Ever. No, I can't believe I watched it. I can't believe I made it. I should have given up an hour at three. Do you know what I watched? It was be terrible. I, I thought it was going to be terrible, and I thought it was it was fine. <laughs> it was um, Eternals. Oh, I oh, watched that. She was watching that on Friday night. I thought I thought this is going to be absolute guff, and it was in part, <laughs> but it was fine. It was it didn't make me cringe particularly, and um, it was basically a fine film. <laughs> That's all right. It wasn't offensive, like, don't look up, which is just like, oh, come on. Terrible. Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, she she watched it on Friday and I, I just, I, I glanced up a couple of times and thought, what the fuck? It's, I, as soon, we in, like, the first three minutes, there was some sort of posing scene where they all pose <laughs> in a triangle, look at as the camera pans oh, away. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, God, this is yeah, what fucking they was, whack. And plus they were also subscribing to the uh, mainstream view of the, the dawn of civilization, 5,000 oh, well, years BC in Mesopotamia. But it was aliens who came and influenced Well, that's, that's that, isn't it? But <laughs> basically only, they only started 5,000 years ago. Yeah. No, I did not. No. Gebekli Tepe, mate. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, and at the end, at the post credit scene... It's, it introduces uh, Blade, Oh but you don't see him, just oh. hear his voice. It's Wesley Bark? No, it's Mahershala Ali. Oh, yeah, he was in... Uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. Also Moonlight and Green Book, the one he's Oscars for. Ah. He's very good. He's a very good actor. I enjoy him. I think he'll be a very good Blade. It, Morbius comes out this week as well, doesn't it, in the, in the flicks? So, sort of odd Marvel film. Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen. Uh, he's got that. Uh, I don't like him for some reason. <laughs> Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah, he seems a bit weird. I don't know why. I just uh. it gives me the creeps. <laughs> In Fight Club, shifty. <laughs> he destroys his face, doesn't he? Do you not remember? Ah, uh, yeah. He's in Fight Club, and uh, Tyler did no. Uh, the other one beats him up. Not seen it. Messed up. <laughs> not seen Five Club. No. You've not seen. Yeah, Chuck Palookdog. That's like, like. I know it's twenty years old. It's just. It's like a coming of age film. Yeah. Yeah. It was brilliant as well. I've heard. When when you were sixteen, that was like a wicked film to yeah. watch. Yeah. Do you want to move on? No. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, that's it. Hey, I had maybe Friday was maybe one of the best days of my life. Ooh. Not, <laughs> you know, notwithstanding the birth of my two children, probably the third best day of my life. Wow. I got uh, finished from work early, mm -hmm. got home for dinner time, and it's middle of January, so you know what that means. If you're self employed, tax return. Go oh. do your tax return. <laughs> well, the tax return only takes about four or five minutes. But I have to do 12 months of books before I can do my yes. tax return. <laughs> so that takes a bit longer. 12 months <laughs> of accounting, yeah. Oh, so, fuck. Uh, Get your receipts out of the Asda bag. Well, the part, is, part of getting the receipts is um, I go on to my bank on the website and download uh, 
I have to download all my statements because mm-hmm. I get uh, electronic statements, yeah. and then that that's what goes off. What I go off. So I goes to uh, gets the laptop on, goes to the bank, mm-hmm. and uh, I have one of these dongle things. I've got to put a code in a security yeah. device, and uh, go to log on, and device is flat, <laughs> flat battery. Oh, for fuck's sake! So I look on website and saying ring this number or three four five number so get some phone put my phone on charge and uh it's all with all our operators are very busy and it starts playing the music and then uh about 30 minutes later i get through to mumbai <laughs> hello you're through to internet bankings how can i help you <laughs> thank you i'm alexandra nice day today yes so so uh, I, I love i need a new dongle my security device is broke it's dead not working. <laughs> she goes, uh, okay. What's uh, <laughs> the <laughs> I'll have to. Uh, <laughs> so I'll have to go through the security. Right. Security. See who you are. You know. So I have to say like my name and date of birth and something else, and then uh, and then now your security question. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, you know, don't you? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Security question. Okay, hoping for an easy one. <laughs> okay, what is the name of the street you grew up on? Know this one. Boom. <laughs> so uh, I said it. It's three words and it ends in Avenue. I won't give it away for security purposes. And I spelled it out, and she spelled it back to me. Puts it in. Oh, system said you you given an incorrect answer. <laughs> said you fucking joking. <laughs> Yeah, see, are you sure? Are you sure that's the street you grew up on? You fucking gaslighting me, what? I thought, well, maybe I abbreviated the avenue to Av. Mm. So let's try that. Let's try blah, blah. Av. Fucking Alpha Victor Victor Echo. I did it, doing it all phonetically. Okay, so Lima, Alpha Echo. I'm going through it all. Av, Alpha Victor Echo. Okay, let's see. Oh, sorry. System says you uh, you've given an incorrect answer. Maybe we could try your um, online telephone banking security code. Six digit, co- six digit code. I said you fucking. I've had this for eleven years. I don't even remember saying it. Oh, I've had this car eleven years. No way. I'm going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So can we just try it again, but uh, with Avenue? But let me just check the spelling. I fucking went through it all. Again. Lima, Alpha, fucking Uriel, all the rest of it. And gets to the end, she goes, yes, I've already put this in. I said, well, what are we going to do? I just want the dongle so I can lock on. He said, what do I have to do? I have to send you, put you through to my colleague in telephone banking. Reset your security details. Fuck me. Reset your security code. Then they put you back through to me and then we get your dongle. Okay. Said, right, whatever. So, puts phone back on charge. Music starts again. 90 minutes later. 90? Oh, shit. Hi, through to Josh in telephone <laughs> banking. Uh, how can I help you? This Friday afternoon. But this is like fucking three o'clock now. I'm going fucking nuts. Fucking Josh, fucking help me, Josh. I need to reset. I need a dongle, is what I said. <laughs> I want a dongle. My dongle's flat for to get on internet banking. I've just spoke to your colleague in Mumbai from internet banking. 
She says I'm giving wrong. She's fucking gaslighting me, telling me I don't know what street I grew up on. <laughs> and now she wants a code that I set up 11 years ago. I don't know it, so she sent me through to you to reset it. So I can, so I can, you can put me back through to her, to Alexandria. <laughs> do you know Alexandria? To Mumbai. Put me back through to her, and then she can fucking log me on and get me the thing. Okay, it's all right, mate. We'll sort it out. <laughs> so, uh, and it goes through all the security again. Name, date of birth, fucking first line address, postcode, all this shit. Okay, I uh, just need to ask you a few security questions about your account. Okay. Okay, you made a payment. <laughs> <laughs> you made a, a payment on the 10th of January. For... <laughs> it's like a fucking quiz show. You made a payment on the 10th of January, £411.13. and pence. Can, can you tell me the name of the retailer? <laughs> like, yes, it's Rexel. It's my main wholesaler that I use. Like, 411 quid. It's, it's the only place it could go to. Okay, so and can you tell me the overdraft on this account? So I said 2,500. It's been 2,500 for 11 years. Unfortunately, the system says you've made an incorrect answer. <laughs> Your account is now locked. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Right, where do we go from here, Josh? You've just fucked me in the ass. What do we do? He goes, okay, well, what I can, what I can do? I can, I can send you a digital... Uh, <laughs> I can send you a digital encryption... Uh, not resurrection. <laughs> resurrection form. And then we'll email that to you. You print that off. You send it back to us. Fuck me. What, I said, what's plan B? <laughs> Oh, you don't want to do that. I can send you that form through the post. <laughs> Wonderful! Send me the fucking dongle then while you're at it! Sorry, sir, we can't do that. See, you're joking! I just want a fucking dongle, man! <laughs> so how long is this going to take? Oh, it'll be, you know, a few, a few working days to receive the form, then send it back to us, and then <laughs> I said, can I go in a branch? I was there looking on Google, nearest branch. Well, there's one in town, which you can't park by. There's one in Leyland. That's fucking it. <coughs> Can I do it in branch? No, sir. No. If you go to the branch, you'll still what have to ring up telephone banking. They'll have to ring up telephone banking, and you'll have to give you a security card. I said, this is fucking nuts, man. Hello? This is ridiculous. Can you not just send me a fucking dongle? No. So I'm waiting for the form now. Fucking hell. You, I'm sure I got a spare one in the branch. Who do you bank with? You don't have to name them. Hong Kong, Shanghai, Banking Corporation. Oh, God. Yes, it was a great day. It was uh, Friday afternoon. It was about half past four when I got off the phone to Josh. Oh. I was well happy. Shit. And you still not got your statements? Well, during the 90 minutes that I was on hold the second time, I went through my uh, pigeonholes and got all my paper statements. So I was able... I wanted to do my text train all afternoon, mm. but I spent it all either on the phone or looking for my paper statements. So I got fuck all of it done. Yeah. I've been doing it today. So, uh, yeah. Great service. Yeah, just for the sake of a fucking dongle. I would I would go into the branch anyway, just on the off chance. They just pulled one out of the drawer when I went. Yeah, maybe things have moved. I think you need an activation code for the dongle when you first get it. I don't even have a dongle anymore. It's you need the a app. There's like mm. a... No, you need a pin. This is a, this is a bit it's different with business account. Yeah. So I yeah. I had a dongle before they were a thing. Right. Okay. Like 11 years ago. Right. And you have to put a code in to activate 
the dongle yeah. each time, mm-hmm. the pin. And it gives you, you it yeah. churns out a code, doesn't it? And then you have to put one in it and then... You yeah. put your card in the top of it? No, no. Oh, it's not one of them. It's like a ah, torpedo. Right. It's like a torpedo-looking thing with Shit. just one... Oh, right, okay. Oh, no, sorry, the, I've got... To, that's the old one was like a torpedo. But the, this one has a, a pin a keypad on it. You've got to put a, a code in to, to give, make it give you a code. Yeah, I've not seen one in before. Oh, yeah, a lot of fucking nonsense. Shit. Anyway, on the... Uh, Shall we move on? <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah. better. Do some news. There's lots of news to get through. Yeah, I know. We've only done like 40 minutes. Okay. COVID-19 news. You're not just irresponsible. I mean, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right, Pottergate. Oh, God, they're all idiots, aren't they? Absolutely. They're not just irresponsible. They're idiots. No, there's been a lot of controversy in the UK this week, haven't there? Because there's been one after another revelation of basically there's people getting lit up in Downing Street (laughs) and in Whitehall during various stages of lockdown. Yeah. Not just like May, so the height of the first lockdown, Christmas. uh, Yeah. So let's start start at the beginning. Um, this is the, the first party that we're aware of during the first lockdown. And uh, here's a little clip from Lorraine Kelly to fill us in. Now, there is huge anger this morning. Nearly all of the front pages this morning reporting on a Downing Street garden party, which apparently was held during lockdown. It's alleged that 100 staff were invited to basically bring their own booze and it's claimed that Boris Johnson and his wife Carrie were among those attending. Well, Paul Brand from ITV News, who broke that story, joins me now. Paul, I just don't understand the thought process of Martin Reynolds, who's the PM's private secretary, at that time, if we can, you know, go back to remember what it was like at that time, to send an email that was kind of like, hey, the weather's lovely, let's, <laughs> let's all get together, bring your own booze, it'll be great. It's astonishing, isn't it? Yeah, morning, Lorraine. It's the tone of the email, I think, yes. isn't it? That's, that's particularly astonishing. We were all being told you can only meet in twos outdoors. And here they were in Downing Street meeting in their tens. In fact, it was at least 100 people within number 10 who were invited to this party. And look, other parties have been dismissed, haven't they? As, oh, you know, it's a business meeting or jokes yes. about wine and cheese. Well, there's no excusing this one because we all remember lockdown 1.0 and we all remember what was allowed because it was virtually... Nothing that was allowed. You couldn't go to the hospital to see your loved one if they were sick. You couldn't go and sit in your granny's garden. And you certainly couldn't invite 100 of your work colleagues to come around for a drink with your granny too, which is essentially what what happened here. This is the kind of party that they had in Number 10. And what's really, really important is that Number 10 aren't denying this. Yes, you'll hear them say today... Yeah, this is early in the week. Oh, well, we can't comment while there's an internal investigation. Mm. But in the world of Westminster riddles, which I have to sort of navigate day to day, a non-denial means there is truth to this story. The Prime Minister had a party and he went himself. There was some uh, journalist accosted Bojo uh, earlier in the week before PMQs on Wednesday and asked him if he was at the party and his reply was something like, well, we'll have to wait for the inquiry. (laughs) (laughs) No. We're asking you, you need to wait for Sue Whatever-A-Face to do her investigation before you can confirm whether you were there or not. I mean, it says it all, even earlier in the week, that, you know, he was there. I think it's 
you know, I think most people, most people have probably uh, not acted within the spirit of the rules, um, at least once or whatever or more. But the thing is, is you know, if they're kind of telling that's that what Malin put on his uh, roundup, look them in the in the face and tell them you did everything you could, kind of thing. Um, you know, yeah, but it, I mean. Even a lot if you of people have the followed the, the rules, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And if you if you were in putting a position where you know you, people couldn't go to funerals, mm. people couldn't say goodbye to people who were dying in hospital, mm. I would want to break the rules and say, you know what, fuck this, I'm going in, you can't stop me. But the problem is, they can yeah. stop you, and they would stop you. Yeah. Whereas if the rule was just you can't have parties, but you <coughs> do everything else, and then they've had a party, mm. that's still bad. But the fact is people couldn't see it was fucking inhumane inhumane yeah the labor put out a a statement i guess by a a man a widower Mm. who on the day of the party was crying his heart out in a hospital car park Mm. pleading with the nurses to let him see his wife who was dying of a sudden illness yeah and he was denied Right. Now, I think it's fucking cynical of the Labour Party to put that out because at the time they were saying quicker, faster, harder. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. been the government's fucking yes men all the way through. You should mm. be doing it more. So I think it's a bit disingenuous to let for Labour to put that out. Mm-hmm. But it's still the point is, is that what was done was inhumane and for the people setting the rules to be behaving like this makes a fucking mockery of it. And mm. if I was one of those persons who... I know many people who absolutely obeyed all mm-hmm. the rules and would not say come into your house on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. I would be fucking furious with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's all bollocks anyway. But you know, if I, you know, obeyed by all those rules, and mm-hmm. then you find out that this has been happening all the way through mm-hmm. in Downing Street, I would be fucking fuming. But it also just, <clears throat> it kind of points towards what they actually thought of it as well. Well, we might, we might go on to that. We'll come on to that in a bit with uh, Lord Frost, because he has an interesting take on that. Oh, right, okay. Um, the other thing at this stage, I remember this was in May 2020. Mm. You remember this was the time when Bojo went down, Hancock, yeah, yeah. Chris Whitty, yeah. all of them. It's like, I remember being there in May. I don't know a fucking soul who's had this fucking yeah, and it was all, boogie virus. And then uh, yeah, everyone had it in everyone's Whitehall. Everyone's dropping like flies. Starmer had it, yeah, haven't they? Yeah, all of Whitehall got it, didn't they? When I, you know, it was rife, wasn't it, in the corridors of power? So they say. You know, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on, because that's only clip one. <laughs> let's move on to uh, Ruth Davidson. Do you remember Ruth Davidson? She was leader the leader of the Scottish <coughs> Conservatives. Former. Former. Yeah, I think she's into the media now. I think she's a podcaster. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, she had the knives out. I cannot even understand, again, if you look at the timeline for this, my understanding is the Prime Minister had only been out of hospital, having been severely ill with COVID for a few weeks when all of this was supposed to be kicking off. So he got out of ICU, I think, on the 11th of April or the 13th of April. And yeah. this is meant to be in May. Wow, so are we saying that that was all a ruse to make us believe... Absolutely possible. It was more deadly. Absolutely possible. I don't know. 
I mm. went there. Mm. So I don't understand the, the private secretary that sent this email around thinking it was at all possible. I don't understand the, the dozens of people who appear to have gone. I can't understand if the Prime Minister attended, why on earth he thought that that was um, the right thing to do. I, I, I literally, given where we all were in our own lives, given everything that we know, the people that I know that were, you know, unable to hug their mum at their father's funeral and support her, you know, people are furious about this, what they gave up, how difficult it was, what happened to their own lives. And, and to think that this was going on, you know, it just, it's, it, 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 like I'm saying, it, it is indefensible it cannot be defended yeah that's fair enough um interesting play for davidson i'm guessing she's giving up her career in politics for good <laughs> after that or maybe she's gonna return maybe maybe you know a bullet from the blue to take on the mantle i, I don't think she's actually an mp anymore so i guess that won't work but she... you think she'd cross the divide no no i don't what, and join the Labour Party? Oh, SNP. Cracky, that's going nuclear, isn't it? <laughs> well, she's You'd pretty want to join them. <laughs> they're, they're proper weird, aren't they, SNP? <laughs> yeah, I don't get them. Anyway, uh, PMQs happened on Wednesday, Prime Minister's Questions, yeah. as it does every Wednesday, and at <clears> least he finally realised that the jig was up and he had to apologise. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, I want to apologise. <laughs> Do you think that's real? It's not real. No. No, no. no so he gave the usual grovelling apology that uh, no one fucking believes. He only apologised because he got caught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he would have apologised immediately afterwards if he was genuinely sorry, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> He wouldn't have said, well, we'll have to wait for the uh, the, the results of Sue's investigation. And see whether or not I was at the party. <laughs> yes, I, I can't seem to remember. 100 people, did you say? It was, it was, a, it was a very warm day, wasn't it? We made the most of the... Oh, shit. No. Uh, anyway, let's move on from Wednesday. And that was the first lockdown party that we heard about. This is on top of the Allegra Scratton... Uh, Scratton. Scratton. Yeah. thing uh, what about three weeks ago maybe yeah and then we heard about wine time fridays oh oh my gosh wow i've lost track of um what clip am oh, i <laughs> it takes six minutes from here to reach the gates of downing street that's uh westminster co-op the here oh right okay so you need the video to clarify <laughs> that okay. to get to westminster Eight months ago, one of Boris Johnson's aides turned out of this shop, trailing them a suitcase full of wine. A journey down a then-deserted street, past pubs which were shut, into one of the most heavily policed corners of London. Here on a Friday night in April was yet another party in number 10 involving Boris Johnson's team. He has apologised. I think we now need... This is Liz Truss, the uh, new... Wine time Friday! (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> to move on and talk about how we are... I mean, he didn't apologise for Wine Time Friday. No. He apologised for the garden party with that 100. He, that he may or may not have been This at. came out after. This is being drip-fed by Cummings mm-hmm. or someone in Sunak's team. Mm-hmm. Stratton, mate, I don't know. Someone's drip-feeding this to make the maximum amount of damage. <laughs> They're talking about tra- the culture of number 10 changing now as well. It's not the culture that's the problem. It's the when you did it. I've nothing against <laughs> Wine Time Friday. No, I know, I'm yeah. do that. Jeez, unwind by all means. 
don't do it when everyone <laughs> on, on the planet has been told not to. Yeah. Going to sort out issues I've spent the last 24 hours with the EU talking about sorting out the situation for the people of Northern Ireland, and we now need to get on with that and, of course, wait for the results of the Sue Gray inquiry. Ah, yes. Two drunken leaving dues the night before this when the Queen sat alone at the funeral of her husband of more than 70 years. The head of state showing what following the rules in force at the time looked like. Number 10, now embarrassed. So they played off this in a big way. They used the juxtaposition of uh, that picture of the Queen on the, in the pew on her own with a mask on at the funeral of her husband for 70 years. Setting an example, you mm. would say, whether you like her or not, she... They could have probably done something low-key mm. and kept it on the down low, but she made a point of putting this out, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to follow the rules. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But you've got that just opposed with the night before. It's wine night. It's Friday night. <laughs> night. Get your suitcase, Clive. Get down to fucking co-op. Get, get. Pack as much wine in that fucking suitcase and <laughs> bring it back. Get, yeah, on a case full of jam shed. <laughs> I'll get the dominoes. <laughs> this is the second occasion that Boris Johnson has had to apologise to Buckingham Palace. But this time, Tory MPs say it's truly degrading. They're trying to quantify the scale of the damage done by the contrast between the Queen sitting alone at her husband's funeral and the tawdry image of suitcases with bottles of wine being wheeled into Downing Street. Is there no limit to his shame, said one Tory MP of Boris Johnson. Is there no limit to his shame? You don't give a fuck. Genuinely, I mean, if you look into his history, he just doesn't, he just... He's like Teflon. He, nothing sticks to him. He just he doesn't seem to care. Till now, though, surely. I mean, the the Queen no. must be fucking fuming. And yeah, that's only one person. But she has no power, <laughs> does she? But No, but you imagine if she snubbed like, the next meeting. That would probably be the strongest position. Like yeah. He's going to want to go and see her after he's come out of his self-imposed isolation this week to apologise properly, I would imagine, because mm. he's only issued a statement. And they have a, we- a weekly tete-a-tete don't he yeah so he's he's gonna go and that is gonna be either super frosty <laughs> or she is gonna uh you know snub him and say no you you i don't want to see you she Which won't do that no i don't think she, she's allowed. she won't do that no. because she is the head of state and he is the representative of the people <laughs> she can't do that i mean she she wouldn't do it out of this i Give it if I was to give her credit, I would say her. Uh, if if we took the mainstream view of the Queen and say, well, her, um, the way she uh, uses, uh, not uses, um, something to do with duty, the way she uh, sees, exercises. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it was frigging Adolf Hitler, she would still go to the meeting because yeah. he's the elected. Representative of the, uh, the the public, there would be no wine there, <laughs> no frivolity. Still be fucking frosty, absolutely. I would hope. Yeah. Well, if you watch The Crown, she was a little bit frosty with. Um, That's my only understanding. Yeah. Of the royal family. So. <laughs> Occasionally with Margaret Thatcher and one of the Conservative leaders, I think, from the seventies, she was a bit frosty with. 
as a conservative leader in the 70s. This is unprecedented, though, isn't it? I don't think anyone's had to apologise to the Queen twice. No, but the other thing as well about it... Probably Philip. Yeah, about uh, Boris Johnson is the... Uh, like, his, his history's been, like, sacked, hasn't he, from, like, numerous jobs. For lying. Yeah, he has, um, you know, however many kids. He's had numerous affairs, uh, loved children, allegedly... Um, you know, it's just, it's like his entire background is just so fucking dubious. It's weird. But he'll see himself as a successful person because he's the prime minister. Well, yeah. And, you know, fair play to Well, him. he kind of is <laughs> on, oh, that, yeah. on that yeah. measure. Yeah, well, he is. Yeah. You know, I think he's probably a sociopath. Maybe, yeah. Really, I think it's all about the, the prize. It's all about power. Mm. Doesn't send a very good message, does it? <laughs> no. Well, no, I don't. I, I, like you said, I don't think he gives a shit. And it's like this, you know, about the type of person that go into these kinds of roles. Who'd want the job? Yeah. I wouldn't want it. No. I wouldn't mind a job in Whitehall, though. It sounds fucking ace. That'd be good. Wine and Fridays. <laughs> they installed the mini fridge, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, there was someone took pictures of it being delivered, didn't they? The mini fridge. There was... Uh, some good anecdotes in uh, uh, Harry Shapiro's book that we talked about last week mm. about Whitehall and sort of like, you know, the people just fucking so exasperated with the paperwork and the changes of opinions and the switcheroos and things like that. Right. There's one about David Blunkett who would basically come up with five new ideas that he'd want people to work on every day. <laughs> Stuff didn't, like that. And he just changed like his mind. Cocaine in like nine of the... 11 toilets in in Palace of Westminster, wherever it was. Well, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. by that either. No. Because they're the only ones, you know, who can afford it. Because <laughs> 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 I did not, like, this, this independent body keeps giving them, like, double-digit um, pay increases as well, doesn't don't they? What, civil servants or MPs? MPs. They have their own. Oh, Do you remember when yeah. David Cameron said we need an. <laughs> he was hoping they were going to like freeze pay, but they gave him like a 20 grand pay rise. And then. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with them being paid 100 grand a year, <clears throat> 200 grand a year. Yeah. As long as they do the job properly. And, it, you know, it should be their only job. Yes, that's the other thing, isn't it? I mean, you should. I, I do sort of think, you know. The importance of that job is probably on par, isn't it, with like a consultant, a, like a doctor or whatever. And if you look at it, you know, properly, but people just use it as a means. It's like a stepping stone, isn't it? It's a career. Yeah. What's the uh, PPA, is it? The degree? Philosophy, yeah. politics and economics, is it? At Oxford, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what they all do. Uh, Ricky Gervais weighed in on uh, Partygate. There's quite a lot for us to be angry oh, about, though, right yeah. now. I totally get the anger. I mean, you know, in, in the news now, you know, with these um, parties that the, the government, the people in charge were breaking the rules, having these parties in their lovely gardens. I think I've been naive all my life. It's not till now I just go, why do we trust them? Of course we shouldn't trust the people in charge. That's how they're in charge. They shouldn't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's finally seen the light. Yeah, I know. You can't trust them, any of them. No. no. At least we've got Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer. Well, they've fought back, haven't they? They've. Um... Oh, because he's had his own party, hasn't he? 
Well, yeah. there was a photo taken through the window of uh, <laughs> oh my God. the uh, the Labour Party office in Hartlepool. It was when the Hartlepool by-election was happening. Right. And he was there drinking a bottle of beer, and you can see he's with two other people, and there's another couple in the background. Mm. I say, well, it, it wasn't a party. It was it was a meal. They, it looks been like a work hard. event to me. It was a work <laughs> event. It was a work event, and they stopped to have a meal. They'd worked very hard. Yeah. There's really no comparison. If you don't think, well, I think they're all at it, to be honest. Yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. So for balance. How many more do you reckon there'll be <laughs> coming out? Are, you, are we 50% through yet? <laughs> Depends how many uh, pictures Dominic Cummings has taken on his fucking phone, doesn't it? And how many other, he must, so, yeah, this, yeah, so he hadn't been sacked. When did he get sacked? Was it, th- was it this year? Was it this year, was it? It was last Christmas, wasn't it? Do you remember the media feeding frenzy yeah. about him driving to Barnard yeah, Castle? I know, yeah. And look where we are now. I know. Uh, maybe he's making <clears throat> a point. <clears throat> yeah. That's, uh, he kept dumb mm. during all that when they were, the media was out for him. And Malin said it like, they, they won't stop until they get him. No, I know, that's the thing, until, until he's gone. Wants to get the hooks in you. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? He's... It went on for days and days. I don't know. He lasted a long time. Every credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It makes a bit of a mockery. Like, all that. I mean, it went on for days. All mm. about him doing his eye test. <laughs> Barney Castle. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, um, in the meantime, they're all getting smashed in the garden of Downing Street. He's fucking out to, to see if I can see. <laughs> I decided to drive for 40 miles, see if my eyes were all right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <sighs> Fuck me. To be honest, um, it, it, was it because he had, had he tested positive? Was that the issue? There was something like oh, that. Oh, his wife was tested positive. And wife. I want to drive up to the fam- to the in-laws where we have our support network rather uh, than be in Westminster. I think that was the deal, wasn't I it? I think the, the, the other play spin kind of made sense to the, me. The other spin on it was that um, he was being a coward as well, that he was, like, looking after himself, wasn't he? And, and uh, there was a, a, a little bit of a dereliction of duty because he said, oh, fuck this. You know, if this fucking shit hits the fan, I want to be somewhere that's not populated. Yeah. So he went to the... The northeast, mm. yeah. You know the whole thing is just mad. <laughs> right, this is an interesting one. This is a Planet Normal podcast, okay, which I think is put out by the Telegraph. It's one of the right wing papers. <laughs> Could have said the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> That's Planet G- Planet Jihad. I was just going to say it's a bit fucking much for us. I feel. <laughs> I don't think we can do Taliban stuff. <laughs> uh, it's Planet Normal, and it's by the Tele Telegraph. And uh, it was an interview with Lord Frost. And um, I've got two clips from it. The first one, I I sort of stopped you before you carried on before because this is about, he's got an interesting take about why this all happened, the the Partygate thing, which I think was interesting. When the, the EU talks were over at the end of last year, I went on a Zoom call with a lot of sort of college friends and things like that, and they told me they hadn't been in the office for the entire year. And that's what made me realise my experience of meeting people, going to talks, running a negotiation, seeing people was completely different from, from, from most other people with office jobs. And I do think the fact that in Number 10, 
the teams managing COVID, not just in number 10, the fact that they were in the office and seeing people meant that you, that you tended to forget what life was like for everybody else because... They were disconnected from reality. Yeah. From the yeah. rest of the country. Is yeah. what I, I would translate that in. Yeah. So to you, it seemed a bit normal. And I do think that meant we were more ready to reach for sort of lockdown and coercive things than we might have been in, in other circumstances. So I think it did affect policymaking probably in that way. But So it's often referred to as the Westminster bubble. Mm. Yeah. And this is like a hyper... Mm magnified version of the Westminster bubble because it's mm. literally just Downing Street and Whitehall mm-hmm. and that these people because they were key workers <laughs> they were they were getting on with the job of government and yeah. his, his rationale there is that they were disconnected from the experience of the rest of us mm. who were doing Zoom yeah, not socialising not meeting family not going in other people's gardens mm. and there was videos of police telling people off for being out in their fucking gardens. I remember seeing. I remember the one that's sticking in my mind that's on our thing. Yeah, that, that, that young lad. I just, we just would have fun. Just born one have fun. Yeah. And now they were fined like a thousand pounds, weren't they, or whatever? Because it wasn't work related. It wasn't deemed necessary. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting that he goes, um, that this had, this, this translated into policymaking. Yeah. The fact that they weren't feeling... The same, yeah. They weren't feeling the pain that they were causing to the rest of the fucking country Mm. meant that they were more likely to ratchet things up or prolong them. Mm. Yeah. Which is pretty frightening. Yeah. We've got a chat there. Dignam19. Hey, guys, just tuned in. What's the topic? Partygate, Dignam. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crushing Partygate. Fucking seven clips. (sighs) Yeah. We're halfway through. Yeah. You know. So that was interesting. He talks about that sort of bubble, um, but it got more interesting. Mm. Now, Lord Frost was the Brexit minister, the previous Brexit minister who was in charge of negotiating the deal. And he's seen as being quite a close ally of Bojo. Mm. Um, And he resigned a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and the common narrative in our press was that it was over the Northern Ireland. Uh, he wanted a harder line with the EU over Northern Ireland, right. which is what I would say. What I would just say to, to them, what, are you going to fucking put a border in and manage it, mm-hmm. police it? Are you going to put EU troops on the Northern <laughs> Irish border? No, fuck off. So we'll just do it. And, you know, we're not going to put a border in. If you want to upset Northern Ireland again and start all those troubles, it's on your head. Because we're not going to do it. And just call the bluff because he won't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't think that's why he did resign. I think it might be more about broader COVID policies. And I thought, found this incredibly yeah. illuminating. Uh, he goes on to talk about the future and uh, lockdown policies in general. But the PM's going to take some, is taking serious political flack for that email that Martin Reynolds sent. And. The notion that he knew about the party, maybe even have been at the party. I mean, these things seem trivial, but a lot of the country is very, very, very angry about well, this. Well, I, I totally get why they are, and I think they have reason to be. Obviously, Sue Gray is looking into this, and they, they couldn't be. Look at Boo Sue Gray. I know. Yeah, she's so, so much pressure on her. Fuck. She's absolutely fucked, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. So he tells the line with the first part of the answer. He's, he's going into Sue Gray's deflection, not mm. going to get drawn on that. 
But then he goes into COVID policies in the future, which is really mm. interesting. Better person, I think, to do it, and I suppose we'll have to wait and see what what she concludes. I think the important thing is is looking forward now, and you know, I'm a bit worried that. Um, you know, the debate at the moment about COVID is about, OK, we've got a mild variant, so it's OK and we can all go back to normal. Well, you know, maybe the next one won't be. And I don't want to find us. I hope we won't be in the same debate about, you know, do we go back to lockdowns if the next one is, is more dangerous? I would like to see the government ruling out lockdowns for the future, repealing the legislation, ending them. We can't afford it. It doesn't work. Stop doing COVID theatre vac- Stop doing theater. Co- vaccine passports, masks, stuff that doesn't work. Lockdowns, passports, masks don't work. Yeah. It's theater. Hello! <laughs> Saying this for two fucking years. <laughs> and focus on what does work. What? what does work? Let's hear it. Ooh. So we're ready. The next one is worse. You know, stuff like ventilation, antivirals, proper hospital capacity, managing it properly. That's what we need to be focusing on going forward. Ventilation, antivirals, hospital capacity. Yeah, makes sense. Does make sense. Uh, hang on, there's something missing there. Oh, yeah. Ventilation. Ventilations, antivirals. We need to concentrate on what does work. Ventilations, antivirals, hospital capacity. Mm, no vaccine. Well, that's what they've been drilling into us for the last year. I know, yeah. So Oof. he knows even that doesn't He even work. knows that's a fucking scam. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Mm. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he's not a... He was quite a senior minister. Yeah. And he's brought ranks on uh, what does and doesn't work. Mm. We shall see. I just hope more people are brave enough to... Voice their opinions. They That's... absolutely can't do another another round of lockdown no. policy or if similar people, policy. If people call for it, it'll happen. Mm. But you know, <laughs> they, all that? they do is what they think people want. What's going to win them election? They don't give a fuck. Don't mm. give a fuck if your business goes bust. Right. Don't give a fuck if you can't see your mum off at a funeral. Shit. They don't care. That's why the argument has to be won. Mm. in this public sphere that this was a catastrophic mistake never should have been done and Mm. should never be repeated our our government while in office cannot do this they can't admit it was a mistake no because it would be the biggest mistake ever made by a UK government so it's going to be you know Boris has to go the rest of the cabinet Rishi's probably all right. Um, all the advisors they'll have to go and we need a clean slate for, for them to say, we're not doing this again. Otherwise, we will do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it won't be COVID. Maybe it'll be a climate lockdown next time. I don't know. Anyway. Vegan sausage roll. Get your vegan sausage roll and save the whale. Oh, what's digging got to say? Oh, he's just had COVID. I'm not vaxxed and I barely, <laughs> barely had any symptoms. I was just pissed. I had to miss a week off work. Oh, well, I bet you're glad it's over and done with. Yeah, you've had it now. You're like you're like a super immune. You could go to Australia. <laughs> oh, no, you, you can't. Later. <laughs> we'll come to that. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm, uh, my, I just found out today my little um, nephew's got it. Okay. So I asked oh. if I could go around and lick him. But uh, it didn't go down too well. Just can't get it. Just can't get the fucking thing. No, I can't get so. it. <laughs> Maybe we, um, well, we might come to that as well, actually. <laughs> Maybe why there's something special about us. And it's not that we're Neanderthals. 
Is it now? Well, um, you know History with Kaylee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, who we're meeting up with in a bit. Um, she's yeah. done a video about um, maybe there's something in the Neanderthal DNA that right. gives you uh, protection against COVID-19. Okay. Okay. I think it's maybe 2% of people have Neanderthal a decent chunk. <laughs> Smooth brain. <laughs> I've got <laughs> chunks. <laughs> Smooth brain. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> right, come on, we're going to get through the COVID. Um, Pfizer CEO Albert Bulia. Uh, was on tele this week talking about the new the new vaccine coming the 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 one point oh the one point one. Also, we are working on a new version of our vaccine, a version that will be effective against Omicron as well. It's not that it will not be effective against the other variants, but against Omicron as well. And um, the hope is that we will achieve something that will have way way better uh, protection, particularly against infections, because. The protection against the hospitalizations and the severe diseases, it is, it is um, reasonable right now with the current vaccines, as long as you are having, let's say, the third um, dose. This vaccine will be ready in uh, March. Uh, I don't know if we will need it. Just, l- just a little bit too late there in March for it to have any effect because it will have already changed and we'll be on to our next variant for the summer it doesn't help matters that it's developed by a Bond villain, clearly. <laughs> I don't know if and how it will be used, but it will be ready. And in fact, we already starting manufacturing some of these quantities at risk. So if there is a need for that vaccine, that we will have some sure they'll make uh, a need for immediately it. because there are a lot of uh, governors that would like to see it immediately. Do you know what they're making out of the Pfizer 1.1? Uh, they're making the vaccine out of. Making out of moth cells. Moth cells. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Moth cells. Moth cells. And feces. <laughs> Stir it up. This um. Put in the oven, two hundred degrees. Yeah, we are. We are in the UK, Dignan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cannot tell by our accents. <clears throat> our lovely British accent. Yeah. About forty miles south of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the ice wall. Yeah. This uh, I read about a non-profit that are creating a vaccine against covid they're using an old old technique um eggs, eggs. No, no i thought <laughs> eggs but no it's yeast so it's the same as a hepatitis um route for making hepatitis vaccines you make it with yeast with yeast cells are so, you mad i'm not mad yeast but, cells are moth cells moth cells yeah um they're making it though and they're they're not patenting it yes um, i heard about that it's a non-profit yeah uh, that should be quite interesting we are not locked are we locked down well, I don't know, no, we're B. not. We're not locked down. No, we're not locked down. Dignan. Uh, current, current status is Plan B. <laughs> we're currently in Plan B. So we had lockdown. Then we had the tier system. Yeah. And then we had uh, unlocking, irreversible <laughs> unlocking. Then no, it's Plan B. Plan yeah. B. Is a Plan B a medication in the states? I can't remember. It's it's either preparation a, H. It, no, that's the other one. <laughs> I'm sure Plan it's B might be a cream. Plan B. <laughs> Plan B something. It might it might be a Plan like B a, is a, a production rapper. company that it's makes not a morning after pill. Plan B is a production company that makes decent films. Right, okay. Plan B films, yeah. There we go. But it's also the restrictions we're currently under. Yes. Uh Cal L is asking, Will Parliament pass the bill tomorrow? What bill? Oh the, what what <laughs> bill? <laughs> Name the bill, crime, Kyle. crime and police commissioners' bill, the anti-protest, the oh. kill, kill the bill. There was all these protests been going on. Oh, I don't know. I don't, don't watch telly. I'm sure they will. They have a majority, so I'm sure they'll pass. Oh, it. yeah, we'll just go through, won't it? Yeah, yeah. 
unfortunately. We're not. Yeah, so we're not locked down. Scot- is Scotland locked down? No. We live in England, you see. So in our kingdom of England, um, Wessex. We, we are not <laughs> locked down. We are, we're supposed to wear masks everywhere. And that's about it, isn't it? Is it not vaccine passports for nightclubs? Oh, vaccine passports and don't go to work if you can. Not go to work. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to work from home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah, so film mines for electricity now in the back garden (laughs) instead of other people's houses. Yeah. Anyway, um, there was an interesting study came out this week about cross immunity. Oh, yeah. From common colds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear the clip. It's a question that has puzzled scientists. Why are some people able to resist coronavirus infection despite prolonged exposure? Didn't uh, puzzle many immuno- immunologists who <laughs> no, uh, are no. quite aware of this phenomenon. Yeah. So researchers at Imperial College of London set out to test a theory that a type of white blood cells called T-cells produced by the human body to fight the common cold could offer some protection, report co-author Professor Ajit Lalvani. Previous infection with uh, common cold coronaviruses, so these are uh, distantly related cousins of SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID. Of which there are four in Mm. circulation at all times. So that such endemic common cold causing coronaviruses, that infection with those uh, might induce T-cells that would be able to cross-recognize and then attack the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And so that was the theory we set about to test. The study began in September 2020, before any mass vaccination programs and before most people had been infected with covid Scientists tested the blood of 52 people who lived in the same household as someone infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID. Half of those sampled contracted COVID, while half did not. And what we found was that those contacts who had pre-existing T-cells uh, that could um, that were induced by common cold coronavirus but cross-recognize and attack SARS-CoV-2, people with such T-cells didn't get infected. Current. Wow. Didn't even get infected. That's insane, isn't it? And it's only 52 people in the study. Uh, Do you remember when we spoke to the vitamin D, Dr. David Grimes? He was saying, it's Mm. not the number, it's the power. Yeah. If you have an, oh, even if you have a study of 50 people, if if your result is so powerful... Mm. So significant, it kind of doesn't matter. Mm. And the fact is, is that out of the half of the twenty-five, the twenty-five people, whatever, who had T cells in their blood, none of them got infected, whereas all the others did. Mm. So that's a massive. Even though it's a small uh, sample size, size, yeah, it's a significant result. Let's carry on. Vaccines are designed to trigger an immune response that targets the spike proteins on the outside of the coronavirus that are able to mutate and escape immunity. In contrast, the T-cells we discovered that mediate this protection are directed against proteins in the core of the virus, internal proteins, and these proteins are much less changeable. Nucleocapsid, I think. That'd be right. Yeah. 
So essentially, our findings provide the blueprint uh, for developing a universal T-cell-inducing vaccine to protect people against current and all future variants of COVID. And cold virus, I, I would imagine. So mm. sell your Lemsip shares. <laughs> or just get a cold every now and again. Yes, maybe that's why I've never got it, because I... You always have colds. I it's get so colds. Cold. Like, I was terribly ill, terribly <laughs> ill in September. I thought, this is the one, this is the one. Nope, not a single positive thing. Tested with my spit um, several times, up my nose, my throat, everything. Do you remember a couple of months ago, they were saying there was a super cold going around? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was probably good, a good thing for people to... Yeah. Get. Well, you know what might not be a good thing? Telling people to lock themselves yeah. up and not uh, mix yeah. for a year. Mm, absolutely. We, we might see there's there's whispers of it coming out in the news now, but um, respiratory syncytial virus yeah, might come back with a vengeance RSV. because mm. of shutting the schools down and stuff. It's mm. another one of those unintended consequences of lockdown. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, who knew that if you had just had a cold, you might have some cross immunity. I know. Matt Eden knew. He's big, you know. You know. He was yeah. saying this two years ago. Mm. Why is it taking so long for Imperial College to figure this out? It's a bit. I just think that they were probably um, more recently. There's been a lot more talk about T cells and B cells uh, in terms of immunity, not just uh, what the other stuff is. And uh, white blood cells, antibodies, antibodies. So, um, I think maybe they, they've got the courage if they've seen a little bit more of it and there's a little bit more of acceptance that you know you can sort of challenge the narrative, I guess. Yeah, uh, it raises an interesting just to highlight going back to March 2020, uh, when in our WhatsApp group, when that that uh, yeah. Neil Ferguson study, yeah was posted 520,000 deaths in the UK. Yeah. And that was based on a population that was immunologically naive. Yeah. So this goes to show that uh, it was a lot of bollocks. Yeah, so that, and I think that's what Sweden said, wasn't it? They said it was overly pessimistic. <laughs> well, that's what he's, that's why they call him Dr. Doom, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And he's a physicist. And he broke the rules. And he broke the rules <laughs> having an affair... He probably had a wine time Friday as well. That's how it starts. Allegedly. And uh Orgies in Whitehall. Uh so do we do we think that COVID is ever going to end? Well yeah. it'll, it'll become part of it'll become the fifth um circulating coronavirus. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. I think there's it's got it's got people have got to get sick sick of it soon, haven't they? You'd hope so. Yeah. It can't go on forever, can it? No. I mean, I think ultimately what it will come down to is money for me. And they'll just say, we just can't spend £30 billion a year on <laughs> test and trace. And they'll just say, all right, we can't afford this anymore. We need to make it go away. It's kind of what Lord Frost was saying. Yeah. You know, we can't afford to do this all the time. No, we can't. Uh, because, I mean, like you know, money's just like the whole economic system is kind of made up, isn't it? Fiat cur currency or whatever. So, um, you know... Even they can't fudge that forever, I don't think. Unless they're trying to collapse it. Well, this is, yeah. You know, for the Great Reset. Mm. 
Zane or Schwab would say. I suppose, yeah. This is an unparalleled <laughs> opportunity <laughs> for a great reset. <laughs> oh, I've got my own. I should have put this voice on. No. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know. Do you think Boris Johnson is, is really capable of being... No, he's maybe... He's a puppet for Schwab, isn't he? Of course he is. That's what it is, yeah. He's like Homer Simpson in that episode. What's he called? <laughs> Oops. <Ooh, shit. laughs> Dinner's ready. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Focus Chi. Is, <laughs> is he called Hank Scorpio? Hank yeah. Scorpio. Yeah, he yeah. goes to work for Hank Scorpio. <laughs> so, like, oh, so yeah. that's Klaus Schwab and Boris Johnson's Homer Simpson. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And, like, you know, Klaus Schwab's like breaking necks in home, you know, <laughs> Boris is just wandering around in the background going, <laughs> The Simpsons predicted a lot of shit as well. They've, yeah. They got like, right. Yeah. Trump, Trump is president. Trump is president yeah. is the famous one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, JVT resigned. Jonathan yeah. Van Tam, deputy chief medical officer. He's gone back to his proper he job. He's only on secondment. Was he? Yeah. yeah he's, he works at University of Nottingham, I think. Um, but yeah, he, he, um, he's gone back to his old job. Pro vice chancellor, is it? Is that what he is? Something like that. Yeah. Something. That's like the that's the big man, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, that runs the show. Should hope so. Maybe he's just had enough of like being uh, associated with that viper's nest of Westminster. Yeah. Of all the people, all the players on this stage, JVT, I think, is one of my favourites. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, so it's football analogies. The analogies. No, do you like it when people talk? Do you like Zoom calls? people talking down to you? <laughs> What's that called? <laughs> <laughs> do you not like being? Uh, not pandered to. Uh, patronized. <laughs> patronized. I like being patronised. I like being patronised. I, I found him patronising. Did you? Yeah. Oh, he's all right. Yeah, I liked the way he said over on his Zoom course. <laughs> yeah. It was that when he was doing his airplane analogy when he was talking about a plane coming into land. And we're getting a bit of a crosswind now mm. with, the, with the waning immunity, but we're, we're going to put our tyres down. Mm. Fuck off, you dick. Speak English. <laughs> Not a fucking 12-year-old. Wow. Oh. <laughs> ben liked him. Yeah, yeah. We'll agree to disagree. I, I just rather have it straight. I didn't really watch him. To answer the, I gave no. up. I gave up after the first one. It's too scary. What's the What's the latest on uh, collapsing footballers? Um, his sports correspondent. There's been a couple more, hasn't there, this week? Some spectacular batting collapses was, in cricket. Yeah, there's that. There's uh, Obama Yang. Obama phone. His Pierre Pierre Emerick Obama Yang. He, play, he plays for Gabon, I think, nationally, and oh, it's uh, Arsenal. Isn't it? Yeah, and he and he he was uh, shouldn't laugh, but basically, he's another one that they found. They described it as lesions on his heart, but then Arsenal are playing it down, saying it's it's mild inflammation of his heart. Oh, yeah, because myocarditis probably worth a lot of money to him, isn't he? Well, obviously, yeah, yeah. So, um, and they don't, they want to get rid of him as well. So, um, <coughs> but they're saying that it's COVID. He's had COVID recently, so they put it down to that. Right. Um, and then I think there's been one other one, but I can't remember the name of him, footballer-wise. Another international, well-known one. 
like a Premier League player or something. Know. I don't need to know his name, as I won't know who it is, but someone know. high profile. I don't know. I can't no. remember. I can't remember. All right. I think there's been two this week. Oh, well. We'll keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on to uh, checking in China? Checking what's happening in China? Yeah. Lockdowns? Dating during a pandemic can be hard, to say the least. But you'll never believe what happened to one woman in China. So she went on a blind date with a man who wanted to show off his cooking skills. Great. She went to his home for a little dinner date. Right? Okay, not long after, their neighborhood was put on lockdown. She's been stuck there ever since. She's been posting about it, and so far, it does not look like they've matched. She reportedly told a local newspaper about it, saying, quote, besides the fact that he's as mute as a wooden mannequin, everything else is pretty good, despite his food being mediocre. He's still willing to cook, which I think is great. End quote. Oh boy. What I don't want to get off topic here, but I'm just going to just put a PSA out there. Oh, PSA. What does that mean? Public service announcement. Oh, bitch. okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm going on a blind date to somebody's house. I totally I, I don't think that that is the way that there's the safest route. So I'm just going to caution people against that. I think that's a, I was like red flag one. You don't know the dude. Don't go to the dude's apartment. But that is unfortunate. What would you do, Lindsay, if you were stuck? Oh, I've had enough. I've had enough. You get the drift. Um, yeah, I wonder if they're having to swap sanitary towels for food yet or vice versa for food for sanitary towels. That was some of the stories, wasn't it? Out of some of the <laughs> provinces that were locked down, they run out of food and stuff. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, they don't just lock down in name, do they? I mean, they weld people in how in their fucking <laughs> blocks of flats, and you do you have a risk of starvation. Yeah, there is, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. So and yeah, if if like shops, I assume shops are closed down. You know, it's a communist state, so the, the government will look after you. So it's of course it will. Of course it will. And you know the old adage? You know, you know the old adage, eat food, <laughs> not too much, mostly plants. You know, I'm did sure they? that's what they did. They've been boiling their shoes soon, weren't they? Fuck me. Yeah. You know, if you read like Archipelago and mm. shit like that, you'll hear about yeah. people eating the fucking shoes. <laughs> I know, it's a real thing. Yes. Yes, but you know we're so fucking we're so, we're so spoiled, aren't we? You know we've got wine in Fridays, our corrupt Western <laughs> democracy, <laughs> swimming in money. <laughs> we just print it, fucking <laughs> <laughs> print it, fiat. It's cold. Come on, we don't need anything back in this currency. Just fucking print it up, bitch. It's called quantitative easing, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it since two thousand eight. <laughs> print more of it it's fine oh. um the other thing that i was going to say is you know if you were sort of in that situation where you're running out of food mm. fucking vegan and you kind of look down at your feet and you thought oh fuck i should have paid 20 quid more for the leather sold shoes <laughs> not the plastic yeah <laughs> it's like a boiler for a, trainer <laughs> a third more cow skin to eat oh, my a God. leather sole you know, they know the old adage, eat food, not too much, mostly. Cut a grape. Plants. Fucking vegan. Yeah, it's not good. Let's uh, let's stick with China. Well, look, what they're oh, saying. Sorry. Saying I'm... crazy that she was scared to leave the guy's house and go home. No, she's not allowed to leave his house. She would be arrested. That's it. Like we were saying, he, she would, she, they were the welding people in their houses. <laughs> so they can't leave. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of an important part of the story, but 
Yes, true. Yeah. It was a, 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 a province that was locked down, I believe. Or was it a city? I, don't I think know. it was a city that they locked down. Yeah, okay. Big yeah. cities over a there. Big cities. 13 million. Yeah. 13 million people, I remember reading. Dropping the ocean. Yeah, it is. Was, how many is there? A billion? A billion, I think. Yeah. Uh, sticking with China, we had the China spy story this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, first, though, let's bring you up to date with that story about uh, an MI5 saying that a Chinese agent is active in the UK Parliament. In the last couple of minutes, the Home Secretary, Priti Patel, said that she is deeply concerned by this. Let's speak to our Home Affairs and Security Editor, Mark White, who joins us now. Good afternoon to you, uh, Mark. First of all, just give us the context of what MI5 are saying this afternoon. Yeah, this is a very unusual move by MI5 to issue an alert to the parliamentary authorities, which has then been disseminated by the Commons Speaker and the Lord Speaker to MPs and to peers, warning them about this individual, an individual named as Christine Lee, who has been uh, really immersed uh, quite a lot uh, in recent years in parliamentary activities, making contact with members of parliament, with politicians and aspiring politicians offering funding too with the goal, with the aim according to the security services of interfering and subverting the democratic process in this country. Now in this alert MI5 says that uh, Lee had undertaken uh, in covert coordination with the United Front Work Department of the Chinese Communist Party with funding provided by foreign nationals located in China and Hong Kong. It goes on to say that Lee had extensive engagement with individuals across the UK political spectrum, including the now disbanded all-party parliamentary uh, group called Chinese in Britain. Now, Christine Lee has apparently said in her defence that uh, she was just engaged in trying to uh, better uh, achieve good cooperation and uh, uh, working between the Chinese community uh, in the UK and uh, the rest uh, of the UK community. Uh, we know that uh, one of the politicians that has been uh, linked to this woman is the Labour MP, the senior Labour Barry MP, Gardner. Barry Gardner. Now, uh, the member's interest, uh, the Book of uh, Register of Members' interest, uh, states that some £700,000 has been donated in recent years by this woman, much of it going to Barry Gardner's office to fund <laughs> researchers in that office, including including Christine Lee's son, who worked for the MP oh, until indeed. just this morning uh, as a diary researcher, but has now resigned from that post. For In his defence, Barry Gardner says that he had been in contact uh, with MI5 uh, for a number of years, liaising with them closely, and they were more than aware of this individual, um, Christine Lee, and he didn't think there was anything untoward. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, she was just... Because I'm literally a communist. In the heart of uh, the... Um, House of Parliament. Um, that's it. Apparently, with China, with sort of like the secret agents and spies, they embed someone in for like a lifetime, oh, yes. apparently. It's always the long game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, the Thousand Talents Project, mm. I think is one programme they run. Um, getting people into educational yeah. uh, establishments public policy, think tanks, mm -hmm. they infiltrate every mm -hmm. uh, aspect of your society. Confucius Institutes is another route they use oh, right. for okay. infil infiltration. They'll sell Confucius institutions in different countries. Mm. And they're not interested in hot wars. No. no. They, they don't want to fight. It's always trade. Mm. 
that's why, you know, at the moment it's Belton Road versus Build Back Better. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to run the Belton Road through Afghanistan and mm. and uh, probably Kazakhstan. I think Kazakhstan's important for the Belton Road initiative of the Chinese. Same with Africa. They want mm. to suck up and exploit Africa for all its natural resources. Yeah, and then the West, why wouldn't you? The West's answer is Build Back Better. We're going to fucking print money till the gas go I'm just going to ride this train till the wheels fall off, till the economy implodes, and then you get your digital central bank, digital currency, shut up, slave, take this jab. We'll pay you to stay home. Yeah. You'll own nothing, you'll be happy. I think the, the, the one, do you remember that story in Africa about the um, African nation's hub thing that they built that china funded and it was like just fucking bugged from hilt oh. to holler like it was everything that was going on there was basically just fed back to them and it was all shut down yeah it's not hard to believe no i'm, yeah. I'm sure we we try and do the same yeah of I'm course sure yeah. You know, as yeah. far as intelligence gathering goes mm. i would hope <laughs> otherwise what the fuck are we paying these cretins for <laughs> gchq it's all like a computer um, there's always adverts, you know. Get sent through to Mumbai and talk to Alexander <laughs> about it. Do you know you can earn seventy thousand pounds a year being a cybersecurity professional? No. GCHQ. That's what it, there's adverts for it all the it's time. Good money. That's I think seventeen thousand pounds. Seventy. Sign me up. <laughs> the average salary for cybersecurity at GCHQ is seventy. Well, well cybersecurity is seventy thousand pounds. Interesting. Apparently, they do it here at BAE. They're building a hub, apparently. A big, like, northern centre of spyware. Yeah. Right. Are we going to, like, hack North Korea like they hack us? Probably try. I don't think we'll... I get recruited? Yeah. Since I'm so good on OBS. (laughs) I've got some some chops. Good at setting up cameras, too. Dignan says, shut up, slave, go to the metaverse. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be it. We're just going to be... We're going to be strapped down with a VR headset on and we're just going to be getting milked for our en- energy, <laughs> our life force. It's the Matrix, essentially. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be bliss. It's better than life. It's um, yeah. Soma. Exactly, the it's Soma thing. all yeah. these post-apocalyptical... Uh, what's the name of the genre? Post- 1984, it's not post-apocalyptical. Wellian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dystopian, dystopian. Yeah. all our dystopian dreams are coming true yeah yeah so yeah that was china we did the china spy um djokovic djokovic i like to call him djokovic no vax djokovic no vax djokovic yeah uh what's the latest today it's been deployed. Uh, Ben's uh, oh, yeah. tracking his flight. When his flight lands, he's going to want. Dubai. He'll make he's going to, hey, that's all right. Yeah, it's, it's all right. He had to let him in there. You know, they'll have anyone. So it's a bit of a to in and froing, wasn't it? Wasn't he? Well, apparently he got around it because he said he was infected with COVID. And then went on holiday or something. And then, unfortunately, what he did is he, whilst he was infected with COVID, he didn't know at this point, but he went to a kid's. Um, award ceremony and then he found out because he did a lateral flow test or something that he did have COVID but he still did a face-to-face interview socially distanced with a magazine well before the news today that he was being deported 
Um, there was a hot mic moment, right. which I, lo- I love these. And this was Channel 7 in mm. Australia, one of the big Channel 7, Channel 9, I think is the other big one. And Sky, Sky News. Mm. Poor Channel 8. Yeah, don't get looking. <laughs> They're all odd. It's all odd numbers. There's no twos, no no fours, no six, no eight. Wow. I don't know if that's true. I was made that up. But yeah, there was a hot mic mo- moment between the two anchors talking about Djokovic. Yeah. And uh, it was good. Let's check it. Novak Djokovic is a lying, sneaky asshole. (laughs) Like whatever way you look at it, it's unfortunate that that everybody else stuffed up around him. That's it. Like to go out when you know you're COVID positive. Well, I don't think he was even COVID positive. I I think think that form is true. You got a bullshit fucking excuse and then fell over his own fucking lies. This is what happens, right? Yeah. That's what's happening. And then he now then... You've got a bullshit fucking excuse. You <laughs> fell over your own fucking lies. It's what happens, isn't it? Ticking, he didn't go to Spain. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but I think, I think he's going to get away with it. Oh, well, he is going to get away with it. Yeah. Uh, I just... But he's... Just I think most fair-minded people would say, look, the bloke's an, an arsehole. Did we... Did they, did they do the right thing by him? I don't know. No, I don't. I, I don't. They fucked it up. They fucked it up. They fucked. Yeah. Who was talking? The two anchors for Channel 7. Ah, right. A hot mic moment. I, I mean, mean, if he if he did genuinely have COVID and he had antibodies, how is that any different from being vaccinated? Because you've got to be... Being a good, responsible COVID citizen is something we should all uh, aspire to. Being a good COVID citizen. I mean, you know, another... Interestingly, your COVID pass updates when you have a, an infection. Oh. A what to what? To Turns red. Super immune. Been infected, plus whatever jabs you've had. Oh. So, don't know what that means, but that was interesting. It's just data, isn't it? Data gathering, I presume. Uh, yeah. So. Did he. Yeah, hurry. Yeah, he's gone. He's been defo- deported. He's gone. And he's going to be banned for three years, I think. Get yeah, out of it. Well, you can't get your visa. Oh, can from you? the country. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Not from tennis. Uh, we've got a couple of stories, print stories. Nightingale Hospitals looks to be getting mothballed again. <laughs> so, Nightingale Field Hospital, built in South London, as the NHS went on a war footing <laughs> over the Omicron, is unlikely to treat a single patient. It emerged mm. on Thursday. London Health Chief said the fact that the Omicron wave had passed its peak in the capital and it proved less likely to cause serious illness meant the surge facility would not be needed at present. Construction of a, the new facility, one of eight across the country that were designed to treat about 100 COVID patients, was hastily started at the end of December in a car park at St George's Hospital in Tooting. Martin McRae, COVID Incident Director at NHS London, told the London's, London Assembly's Health Committee there is no plan at present to use that facility. He said the plan had been approved in extremis when there were fears the NHS could run out of beds. But the number of COVID patients in London hospitals fell to 3,797 on Wednesday, down almost 300 on the peak a week earlier, with the number requiring ventilation remaining constant at around 220. The number of hospitalizations during the current wave in the capital is about half that seen during the Delta wave a year ago, with far fewer requiring intensive care. A Nightingale Hospital was first established in London at the XL mm. Centre in Docklands in April 2020, a month after the pandemic began. 
but it closed a month later after treating 57 patients. Mm. Yeah, so uh, that's... Hey, at least they had them. It was there just You've got to be seen to be doing something. Yeah. You can't just do nothing. Um, COVID dick. <laughs> you familiar with COVID dick? <laughs> no. An anonymous man in his 30s who had to be hospitalised after contracting COVID-19 last July now claims that disease left him with a shrunken penis <laughs> and erectile dysfunction. When I got out of hospital, I had some erectile dysfunction issues. Those gradually got better with some medical attention, but I seem to have been left with a lasting problem. My penis has shrunk. He sounds old as shit. <laughs> Before I got sick... How old is he? Oh, he's in his 30s. Before I got sick, I was above average. Not huge, but definitely bigger than normal. <laughs> Now I've lost about an inch and a half and become decidedly less than average. It's a fine line, though, isn't it? Welcome, uh, to, welcome to the two-inch club, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Macro penis. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Weinstein from <laughs> the mushroom. Yeah, you all have oh, mushroom dicks, don't they? These creeps. Ooh. Weinstein. Do you think it's got frills? <laughs> frills. Yeah, like on a mushroom, it's got frills, frills underneath, isn't it? Oh, are they not called gills? Whatever. <laughs> it's probably got white spots on it. <coughs> Dr. Ashley Winter, a urologist in Oregon, confirmed to the podcast host that COVID dick is like a real thing. Really? Multiple studies have linked COVID-19 to erectile dysfunction and other reproductive health issues. Inflammatory disease, isn't it? Like, so you like hypertension, you can't get stiffy with hy- oh, if you've yeah. got high blood pressure. Right. Circulation, I guess, isn't yeah. it? That's the main yeah. thing you need is good circulation, no? Mm-hmm. That's what Viagra does, doesn't it? Does it in, uh, does something to the blood vessels? Why didn't to it? make them the blood flow to your penis <laughs> everywhere? <laughs> I don't know because it was developed for hearts, wasn't it? Heart something disease, related yeah. to the circulatory yeah. system. Heart and disease, then they thought, "Whoa, what's going on down here?" Steady on. I call this a side effect. Oh. I call it a heart effect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, an Italian study last year found that 28% of men who contracted COVID-19 experienced issues with erectile dysfunction, while only 9.33% of men who hadn't contracted COVID-19 experienced the same issue. Researchers at the University of Miami found that the widespread blood vessel dysfunction or endothelial dysfunction that results from COVID-19 infection could then contribute to erectile dysfunction. Uh, in our pilot study, we found that men who previously did not complain of erectile dysfunction <coughs> developed pretty severe erectile dysfunction after the onset of COVID-19 infection. Dr. Ranjith Ramasamy, Associate professor, professor and Director of the University of Miami's Reproductive Urology Program, said about the results. Uh, it goes on and on, but yeah, apparently this is a thing. Main right. takeaway from that is... COVID, uh, as we've said before, COVID looks to be a circulatory disease rather than a respiratory one. Inflammatory disease, isn't well, it? Well, don't say inflammatory. It's more to do with endothelial. What's that? It's your cells that line your blood vessels. Oh. Blood vessel dysfunction. Right. Or endothelial dysfunction. Right, okay. Yeah. Vicky. Uh, Studies have shown that... Co- studies have shown. Fucking hell. You know something, some bullshit's coming when you start <laughs> with that, don't they? Studies have shown that COVID can affect the blood vessels of the penis in a similar way that it affects 
the blood vessels of the lungs, mm. preventing them from from providing enough blood to the penis to cause an erection. Oh no! And leading to permanent impotence. Permanent. <laughs> For men who already had COVID uh, and have experienced erectile dysfunction, Dr. Winter suggested using medicine like Silas or Viagra, or even using extension devices that can add back length. Pump. This is, I think this is just, I think this entire thing is uh, vaccine propaganda. <laughs> but, scary, but studies scary have shown. Studies <laughs> have shown. You, can get, you can get a study to tell you anything you want. You know. uh, of course, they, they cite these studies, don't they, in the, in the article? No, of course they don't. <laughs> it's the media. They, the, one, the, the media are the people who've really let us down over the last two years. But anyway, um, these are easy things you can do at home to either prevent shortening or actually get back length that you've lost. Oh, right, just one sec. Yeah, an <laughs> right, just Google <laughs> extension device. Oh, right, okay. So get back your length. It sounds painful, though. It does, yeah. I don't like the sound of it. I mean, I've heard of like pumps. Like people <coughs> used to before Viagra you used to like pump up your pump your winky. I can't see that working. I know, but then and then like and then you would. I think you have to like put a cock ring on, and then it keeps it oh. in. Oh, and then you have to oh, keep God. pumping it up. Zip ties. Um, standing up, I believe, is standing up will help if you're led down. Right. Something to do with the gravity on on the blood. I think if you're standing up, yeah. If if you're led down. The blood's going to be easier to pump. But what if you're in... Gravity what if works in your favour. But what if you're kind of up and over... Bent over. And you kind of, like, lying on top of someone, surely your penis is the lowest part of you. What if you're doing a handstand? <laughs> oh, that would, be the, that would be the absolute worst, wouldn't it? I think it would, yeah, go to your head. Yeah, you'd be one, and you want to start like that. <laughs> That's how you want to do it. You want to be you want to be hanging from the ceiling from your fingertips. You're listening to sex tips. From... What about if you just went to a planet where the gravity was stronger? That's well? my go-to, to be honest. But then I'll all always the blood... go to a planet where the gravity. Is blood would just be sucked to your feet. Yeah, but on the way, it's going to go through the <laughs> through the cock, isn't it? <laughs> where your fucking feet are <laughs> out into space. <laughs> <laughs> Ground control to major tone. Who's up in the game? Excuse me, sir. Put away the car. What are you doing? Put away. Don't take your helmet off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a fun story. It's not for people who are having it. No, no, so no. It's serious business. It's serious business time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's been a shit week for the Queen. Uh, we had the groveling apology from Boris, a statement, mm. and then uh, this happened. Tonight's humiliation for the Queen's second son. Oh, I never sucked any ding-dongs. <laughs> royal sources confirming to NBC News he will no longer be called His Royal Highness, a title he was born with. Buckingham Palace saying in a statement, with the Queen's approval and agreement... You notice the difference between NBC, the US, the way they report on the royal family, and the more sedate... Yeah. Matter of fact, it's very way. breathless, isn't he? Oh, he's so excited! <laughs> Andrew's been stripped of his HRHS. 
What's going to happen? <laughs> the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. The statement ending, he is defending this case as a private citizen. Virginia Jufri is suing Prince Andrew for alleged sexual assault when she was 17 years old. She says she was trafficked by the prince's friend, the late Jeffrey Epstein. It was a really scary time in my life. I had just been abused by a member of a royal family. The allegations continue despite Prince Andrew's years of denials, including saying he does not remember this photograph with Jufri and Ghislaine Maxwell. Who... That's the famous one we, yeah. uh, we had on the podcast the other week, isn't it? Yeah. He's got his arm around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, obviously photoshopped. <laughs> you can do anything with photoshop these days. Uh, Newsnight, whatever you called, Emily, Emily. Is that what he said in the interview? Yeah. Did he fuck? Yeah, it's photoshop. God. And I don't sweat. <laughs> um, so you have to do better than that. I was convicted oh. last month on federal sex trafficking charges. I have no recollection of ever meeting this lady. None whatsoever. The dramatic palace announcement comes a day after a US judge rejected the prince's bid to have the case thrown out, potentially leaving him to face cross-examination in court. And it will probably be televised. Yeah. yeah it, it might be. Will it? If it's a civil case? Should oh. be. I don't know. Need to check. Mm. US, we need some US producers, boots on the ground. Will yeah. civil cases like this be televised? I'm not sure. Well, um, is it a case of Judge Judy's on telly, and they are real cases, and that's civil stuff. Right. Isn't it? I yeah. don't know. No. No, it's like real stuff, I think, that. Yeah. But lower level. It's not the state who is... No. Prosecuting? No, it's the. Person. Or is it? Well, it's it's a civil case, so maybe there's a public interest. Yeah. Angle? I don't know. It would be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait. Please, <laughs> please, please, televise the lizard prince <laughs> defending himself. Yeah. No comment. He won't say anything. He probably won't even take the stand. No. Have you heard the theory as to why he's rescinded his titles? Yeah, because he was forced to. No. What? Apparently something to do with assets in that the crown ha- owns a lot of the assets. Oh, my God. So the crown would be liable. Yes. So oh! so he's, it's a tactical. Fuck! This is my uh, my wife said this, said that apparently what, what she read is that he rescinded it all. So that so his own basically his own net worth was reduced. So some of the things they used and owned was came with his title essentially. Yes. So he's given all that back. So he's been tried as a a commoner or whatever, and um, private citizen. It's a private citizen, and who doesn't sweat? He doesn't sweat. A non-sweaty <laughs> private citizen, and um, he has less assets as a private citizen that can be taken from him in a in a court case. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I heard today reports that he was in tears when he was... Um, Good. It wasn't his decision. I think it was the Queen's decision to Good. rescind everything. Good. He did it voluntarily. Well, he did do it voluntarily. Because he was told. Because he, he didn't have a fucking <laughs> yeah. choice. Because, you know, she's the, the badass bitch. She yeah. runs the show. She's head of the firm. Mm. The lizard firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... 
Was that the end of the clip? Or did I know we paused flashing. It. This was a day the Queen wanted to avoid, but the palace clearly believes the damage to the royal family is too much. A source close to Prince Andrew says he will continue to defend himself, but tonight it looks like he will have to do so alone. <laughs> I hope he does defend himself. <laughs> it's beautiful, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, fuck, we haven't done housekeeping yet, man. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. Should we do housekeeping? I've, I've got two, one story left. Should we do some housekeeping and then uh, finish on the story? Okay. Okay, I should have uh, moved this while I was saying that sentence, <laughs> so then I would be prepared. It, it's fine. You said other podcasts have five-second silences. Yeah, what's know. that about? But I listen to No Agenda, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Come on! No dead air. Not even like a briz. Occasionally. I like to listen. Uh, no Agenda live stream, mm-hmm. like us. You go to uh, no, no Agenda stream.net, I think it is. You can listen to the live stream as it goes out. Mm-hmm. And it warms the cockles of my heart when Adam, when they get ready, they play Ride of the Valkyries and they test all the equipment and stuff. And then when they're ready, Adam says... Okay, I'm ready when you are. And John says, hit it. And then he hits the button and he's straight in. And every couple of weeks, he'll fluff a line and they'll stop and restart. I'm like, whoa. He's not like a superhuman. He does make mistakes occasionally. Um, Yeah, anyway, let's do some house corning. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. This is a value for value podcast. It's not a free podcast, it's value for value podcast. So if you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some value to us. And uh, there's a myriad of ways of doing this. One of my favorite ways is word of mouth telling people if you know people who are into podcasts, like to listen to news in rather silly ways, like guests in the realm of esoterica, alternative history. Um, psychology, drugs. Last week <laughs> we talked about yeah, drugs yeah. all last week. Um, yeah. Send them a link. Um, post links on your social media. If you're in Discord, most people are in several Discord servers. Post links to our show on in other people's yeah. Discord. That will help spam um, them. Oh, don't don't get chucked right. out. <laughs> no, but just you know, occasionally if something's relevant. Yeah. Listen, hey, put Send a link in saying, these guys are cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're ace. <laughs> That's a quiet, slow... Was he pressed? It was a golf clap, that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah um, what else can you do? Um, you can subscribe on YouTube and Odyssey. Yeah. If you want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. You know, if, you, you know, if you're listening... If you're listening to the audio-only version, you can watch this on video, YouTube. Yeah. And Hit Odyssey. that bell. Is that what they smash say? that like button! <laughs> that's it, smash the like button. Smash Hit that bell, like. subscribe, like. Yep, that's all good for the algorithms, the yeah. gods. Leave us a review. We have to keep the YouTube gods happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, leave us a review. Uh, yep. Yeah, buy some merchandise from the Amish loot chest. Yeah. I'll link in the show notes for that if you if, if you want to wear a current grape t-shirt, literally a communist hoodie, yeah. mugs, three weeks to flatten the earth t-shirts are all available at the loot chest at the merch store. Link in the show notes. Guest suggestions. 
Yeah, we're getting loads, aren't we? Yeah. Loads at the moment. Yeah, which is good. Which is good, yeah, because there's an element of paralysis of choice, isn't there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's so many interesting people I'd like to talk to, and... Uh, people putting guest suggestions. This is you have to be in the Discord really for this. Mm. But people giving guest suggestions narrows the focus, doesn't it? Yes. And then it gives you a target. Yeah. You got a target, Brian. Yeah. We spammed him with his skulls. Yeah. And uh, we'll make it. We'll try endeavour to implement them and make them happen. Mm. Some people say no. Mm. We do get knocked back occasionally. Yeah. But we've got a pretty good hit rate on getting guests. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, join the Discord server is a great way to join the community, and that is the best place to uh, send us your guest suggestions, birthday shout-outs. Would there be a birthday shout-out for you anywhere, Amish Matt? For me? Yeah. No. No uh, birthdays in your household? No. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm it's my, I think it's my, it's my dad's birthday today, but he died like 11 years ago. <laughs> All right, I've, I misconstrued. I thought it was your uh, other half's birthday. No, that's in August. Pretty sure yeah, of that right. one. Okay. Happy Something's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> is, it your, is it your wife's birthday? Happy birthday, Hugh Janus. <laughs> no, mine's in March. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. If something's lying to me, an algorithm must be lying to me. It's Never mind. someone's birthday. Um, it, well, if you want a birthday shout-out, drop it in the Discord or uh, contact us via the usual means. Uh, Discord invite is in the show notes. Uh, you can send us artwork. Mm. artwork. Yes. Um, oh, have we got any artwork in a for this square one? format. It's the wrong artwork for this episode. <clears throat> so, because Ryan 7 was here, I did some artwork for Ryan 7. That's going to have to go on the back burner. Yeah, um, save it. Because it was only yesterday when uh, Ryan fell ill and uh, had to cancel. But I did knock something up in the remaining time. All right. Oh. Here comes the incoming artwork for episode 215. Oh, <laughs> nice. <sighs> what's the, what are we going to put for the... Uh... Done that yet? Yeah. Saying what's happening? All right, no okay. one knows what's happening in the listening. So it's a picture of Bojo the clown, literally made up as a clown. Yeah, it says "wanted" at the top, like a wanted poster. And this one says it's almost got as many words as Ben's uh, <laughs> uh, title card from last week. It says, "Do not be fooled by his buffoonery. This man is extremely dangerous." Bojo the clown, dead man walking. Yeah. I thought he might be gone by now, but he's he's taken a leave of absence. Yeah. Has he taken a leave of absence? Yeah, he's got a COVID in the family, so he's self-isolating. Oh, that's opportune, isn't it? So here's the YouTube card. So we need a, a title for the YouTube video. Bojo the Clown solved. I thought this was a work event. I'll <laughs> 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 uh, do. I thought <laughs> he's because uh, some, work... some ninety Vorong. Okay, is he is he trying to spam us? I don't know. Is it like the Portuguese guitar player? <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Could be. I thought this was a work event. Yes. Yeah. Is how this a long, work event? How long can Boris survive? Yeah. Bojo. All right, close enough. We'll put well something will do. It's good enough. Did you draw the? Um, have you done the 
clown face for him? No. 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 Found it. Plenty of people have made him up as a clown. <laughs> evidently. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Oh, focus Fuck. chi request. I'm just thinking perhaps we should send a focus chi request to our friend Ryan Seven. Yeah. Well soon. I'd, oh, actually, I don't think you should do unsolicited focus chi. It just bounces oh, off. Oh, does it bounce off? You have to be, you have to be open to it. Unfocused chi could go anywhere. I think I know Ryan pretty well. I think you would happily accept some chi. The focus concentrate chi. The idea is, is that if you've got um, something's up, you've got a bit of a funk, you need some help with a, I don't know, maybe a work relationship. Maybe your boss is being a turd. <laughs> maybe you're ill and you're suffering from depleted chi. Maybe you're under pressure, you're stressed out because of a something else that's happening in your life. You can contact us through the Discord. We have a thread there for Focus Chi requests, and you can request Focus Chi for your given aim, whatever it might be. A bit like the genie. We can't make people fall in love, can't bring people back from the dead. What's the third thing the genie can't do? Infinite money or something like that. Can't ask for more wishes, man. More wishes, yeah. But you can ask for more chi. Yes. You've got plenty on tap. Yeah. So, yeah, Ryan's unwell, so let's um, let's focus as a, an Amish community. Okay. <laughs> focus our chi in Ryan's direction. Nice down looking. Ooh, strong. Right, I think it's uh, it's time to thank the producers, isn't it? For episode oh. 215. I think it is. Is it time? <laughs> it's time to big up the man Dems. Yo. Who've we got? We've got Nomi Nosnodge, Slicko, Helen of Troy, Mostly Business, Lee from the Big Conspire, and Anonymous. Thank you. So amazing in your love. They are. Yeah. So amazing in their Love, literally. The best mate. It's a miracle. I'm literally a communist. The dwarf. The currants. The grape. The homophobe. The winds. The asthma. The corrupt chance. The number 11. The blind man. The fallen on the horizon. The cripple and the mother. Bonnie Pickering. From hell. I don't get it. Never will. You know what we forgot to do? You know what the best way of becoming a producer is? Yeah, I was wondering if, oh, if we did God, that before yeah. or after this yeah, bit. Before. Toss the fucking coin. Toss a coin to your witcher. It's from Northern. Oh, we're Northern and we're bloody miserable and the weather's fucking shit. Do it for the lads. 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 Yeah, um, go to the armistinggroup.com, find the PayPal button there, and you can um, give us a one-off, sign up for a monthly sustaining, recurring donation, and uh, donations at the level of £50 or above. Can't you do the uh, title of executive producer? Can we, uh, can we thank Dignan19 and Kal-El, who joined us on the chat today as well? Yes. Bit of interaction with the eavesdroppers. It's yeah. always good. Yes, this is going to be a thing going forward, hopefully. Yeah, especially with the mega computer. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Save Plotland. Yes, the new computer's coming in a couple of weeks, so I really could do with your help out there. Even if it's only a fiver a month or a ten a month, if you can uh, send it to to us, it will help pay the bills and he's find £100 a month for the next two years <laughs> to pay for this thing. It's £2,500. And uh, any help you can give would be greatly appreciated. 
Mm. It's going to help with everything, I think. It's yeah. going to make everything slicker. Yeah, it's going to stop. Yeah. It's going to stop my knees from hurting. Production values through the roof. <laughs> going to get rid of my COVID cock. <laughs> <laughs> I think the videos will look much better. Mm. We'll be able to go like sixty FPS, full HD, Oof. more graphics on mm. on the stream. Mm. Um, it should help with the. Uh, I mean, we can probably introduce video elements. We'll be able to be more interactive. Video elements. Yeah, we can probably have people call in. Wow. Stuff if we wanted to. Wanted to put that out there on the Discord. Just saying. Might happen. Mm. Um, But yeah, but we need help to pay for it, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, we used to do COVID news now, but we've done it. We've done it, yeah. Thanks, everyone. You've been amazing. Because we've been bored and we want to have fun. I've just got one more story, actually. Oh, God. You should have just said it was a work event that last. One more thing. Yeah, there was a, it's an event, I think it's called CE 2022. Oh, that's the wrong piece of paper. It's, a, it's like a tech event. You know, tech event. Oh, yeah. It's tech showcase events. Oh, yeah, like E3. What's CES. E3? I don't know what, it, what E3 means. Three E things. You know, video games expo. It's called CES. Oh, CES, yeah. CES 2022. Oh, CES 2022. Can you consume it? Electronics show, um, show, something like that. Sin uh, <laughs> symposium, symposium could be, couldn't it? I, I think I it's probably it. just show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, there was a video on YouTube about some of the uh, the Mojo lens was on there. The oh yeah, some wearables. Yes. Well, it's yeah, nice. and. Uh, if anyone's got any ideas for me for a birthday present, my birthday next month. Have we got this? this? Uh, Do you want it? I thought you were totally against trying no, to No, something else. I'm talking about Mojo Lens. Uh, All right. <laughs> at the end of the video. The company Black & Decker at the exhibition CES 2022 has shown a home automatic bar for making cocktails. The device, which looks like a coffee machine, has a water tank and supports the installation of up to five bottles at 750 milliliters. After making a drink, the system rinses with air and water. The machine will automatically detect when a particular liquor has run out or when there isn't enough to mix a cocktail with the selected strength and will alert the user before attempting to make that drink. That's a funky-ass background yeah. music. Next live podcast. It's the same every week, Dignan. It's 8pm on Sundays, UK yeah. time. But we're a bit late this week because the camera wasn't working. Yeah, so... So uh, after yeah. we finished shouting at Phil, he managed to um, get like, it working. Dry his tears and got it working. And if you like uh, astral theology, you might want to st- you might want to come back next. Stick week. around all week on the live stream, and you'll <laughs> if you stay right up until eight o'clock next Sunday, you'll be able to see Big Dave. Yeah, got Dangerous Dave coming back yes. next week to, to uh, talk about the Star Myths, which I can't wait. No, that's gonna be great. It's always good with, with the the Big D. <laughs> I bet, so, he, yeah. I bet he doesn't suffer with COVID cock. Does of course he, he doesn't. No. If it is a flea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Black & Decker uh, cocktail machine. That sounds nice. Shut up, slave. You will no longer require your bar job. I know. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. some of that, they had these um, robots that come and save your drinks. Ooh. Stuff like that. So it's going to be like uh, Moss a- Eisley, Cantina. Are you laughing at it? Excellent. <laughs> Can you imagine what it smelt like in there? 
But it's just those alien shitting on the floor, you mean? <laughs> There's fucking every species in the universe in one bar. I mean, a must galaxy. Reeked. Galaxy. Yeah, you have been some drastics or something. <laughs> <laughs> some Jay's fluid looking around. <coughs> smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> what film's that off? It smells like Bigfoot's dick. Yeah. Um, Anchorman, is it not? When they're <laughs> smelling yeah. the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, the sex shape. panther. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think You've it got is. some there, haven't you? You've got some sex... Well, it's actually Growler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, order toilet. <laughs> Water of the toilet. Yeah, that, so that was... Uh, you had some interesting things. Uh, you'll like this next thing. That was at the CES 2022. Check this shit out. It's the mental helmet. <laughs> the startup iMediSync Incorporated spoke at the show about its therapeutic brain health monitoring helmet, iSync Wave. In just 10 minutes, the developers promise a complete diagnosis of a patient's mental health, including Alex. a prediction of that condition for the future. The iSync Wave combines brain EEG and LED therapy, and the helmet is also capable of adjusting to any head size and shape. Oh, that'd be useful for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you got you want to see it, don't you? Here it is. Uh, whoa, <laughs> that's, whoa, that's absolutely that's fine, amazing. isn't it? You could you could wear that. It'll just it'll diagnose you in ten minutes. No, it won't. Your mental health condition. This is like what was the woman who's just been just been found guilty is going to get sentenced for her. Gislaine? No, the other one who run the the tech company. Oh fuck! Yeah. And it was like a, a with a drop of blood, you could get your uh, you know all kinds of blood test results. And it was just found out to be complete bollocks. The woman with the turtleneck, the Steve Jobs wannabe, and she said that she was basically being, uh, I don't know, abused by her partner or something. Blamed him. And oh, stuff. that's no. She was just conning stupid rich men. She just flashed a bit of fucking ass in the turtleneck. <laughs> And uh, just charmed them, charmed the pants off them and right. the money out of their pockets. Yeah. She's a con woman. That's what it seems Allegedly. Like. Yeah. Well, no, she's been found, I'm sure she's been found guilty now. She's yeah, and then she tried to f- throw the partner under the bus, saying it was because of sexual abuse. Well, all the way through, she'd been saying that, hasn't she? Yeah. The court case, yeah. yeah. I thought that was interesting. I, mm. I, you know, cerebral, I kind of, it reminds me of uh, Professor X with cerebral, was it cerebral? Cerebral, yeah. Yeah, control anyone. Um, I think the, the you know, um, <clears throat> there's a little bit more to sort of psychology than brain waves, I suppose. Nah, <laughs> it probably maybe it's chemistry. It measures chemistry in your brain, maybe somehow. Oh, it right. Uses LED therapy, man. <laughs> Is that what it said? Yeah. Oh fuck me! <laughs> That's like where's that fucking phrenology school? Exactly. Head there. It wouldn't fit on it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No. It'd probably just be as useful on that porcelain head as a real head. Looks just as good on the therapist's couch as it does down the BMX track. <laughs> yeah, I thought the there was like only helmet. four types of brain waves anyway. Alpha, Omicron, <laughs> Delta. Yeah, I don't know. Beta, I, 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 theta. I can't remember what they are. Theta? Gamma? No. Yeah. No. It's radiation. Right, are we done? Have you got anything else from the expo? Well, I've got a cryptid story. Go on, stick it on. Stick it in. Stick it on, go in the archive. Might as well take it till midnight. It's local. That's Uh, midnight. Woman traumatised after big furry creature nibbled leg. 
A woman was traumatised when a huge, big, furry creature bit her leg as she sat on the toilet in the dark early hours of the morning. The animal wreaked havoc on a house of second-year students who still don't know how it got into their wavy tree house. Biomed student Faye, 22, said, I just felt like a nip on the leg, and this huge, big, furry creature was just in the corner of my eye, and I leapt up. (laughs) I thought it looked a bit otterish. It was huge, but I'm not going to think it's a ferret. (laughs) I'm like, this is a really big rat. And I was dancing around in a weird jig trying to evade its attacks, but it just kept going for me. (laughs) Faye. Faye originally from (laughs) Hartlepool. (laughs) Oxfordshire. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Shattered the illusion (laughs) frame. Faye, originally from Oxfordshire, ran half-naked back to her room and cried as she messaged the house group chat and placed towels at the bottom of her door to keep the creature out. I don't believe, blame her. Wearing a pair of boots and carrying a spider catcher, housemate Zara, 19, rushed upstairs where she saw a big furry Russian hat thing. <laughs> Tropical disease biology student Zara ran back down to her bedroom, waking up 22-year-old Nathan in the neighbouring room with her cries for help. Arming themselves with brooms and mops, they marched into the kitchen where they saw a ferret hiding in the corner. In a video shared on the Uni of Liverpool meme page on Instagram, the ferret's head can be seen poking out. (laughs) Can be seen mounted on the (laughs) mantel plate. (laughs) (laughs) The story took a strange turn when a man started shouting from outside. Have you seen my ferret? (laughs) Nathan from Newcastle said... Why I? There was this guy in the back alley and he'd obviously heard the girls screaming their heads off. He was shouting to let him in because when I walked in, I was like, oh my God, it's a fucking ferret. So I think he heard me say it was a ferret and he was like, oh, it's mine. It's man. <laughs> the man had apparently been searching for his pet pistachio. <laughs> placing posters around Wavertree in the hope someone had found him. He nearly started crying when he was reunited with his ferret. Zara from Manchester added, He told us he hadn't slept for two nights and he'd been out for two nights straight looking for his ferret. So it was a nice reunion, really. (laughs) The reality of what happened didn't didn't hit Nathan until after revision that evening when he burst out (laughs) laughing in his bathroom. Faye is considering getting a tattoo of pistachio. Obviously. Where the ferret bit her and drew blood. Both Zara and Nathan ended on friendly terms with the ferret, giving a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) While Faye was still hiding behind the door. She said, I would be open to it. I think I need it as part of the therapy. I think I need to see pistachio again. Oh, Does it warm the cockles of your heart? Yeah, you know, there are feral ferrets now roaming the countryside. Three? They're like people have released or they've escaped and they breed. There was one in this very uh, studio town <laughs> filmed running along uh, the banks of the River Ribble. There are like stoats and things. No, it was. It would look just like that ferret, basically. And weasels. That one. I'm sure they carry all mm. sorts of gnarly diseases like wheels disease and stuff probably you probably yeah, won't want to get bit by one you'd have to get a shot yeah a tetanus shot or something wouldn't you yeah yeah they are vermin i think aren't they <laughs> technically vermin yeah hunt them 
You can hunt them, can you? I think so. Do you need a tag? I need a ferret tag. Chief, give me three ferret tags, I'm going hunting. I don't know. Or is it just like a, a rat, you can kill as many as you like? Gen- general licence. <laughs> general licence. Okay. Let's tool up. Let's do it next weekend. Yeah, let's go ferret yeah, hunting. Can't wait. Let's do some research into Vikings and uh, stars. <coughs> Vikings and stars? Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Face Shabalon. No? Face I thought it was a work event. <laughs> I like what you got. Good job. Okay, thank you, Cromulon. Epic dub. Cheers, Nige. Oh, fuck. Just remembered something from Eternals. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Oh, dear. See you next week with Dave Matheson. Yeah. Take care of yourselves and each other. Don't get stuck between a devil and a rock and a hard place. <laughs> well, the thing is, what you do, you call between the devil and a rock and a hard place. In the beginning, it is bonkers. What do you think, Simon? You you are extremely cool, guys. Cheers, mate. <laughs> I made once made a necklace out of teeth for a girlfriend. Weird flex. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. Get over here! Save Plotland. Phil McCracken. Time to that defensive cue. Ten out of fucking you. Oh my god, he's wiping his ass. Is there no limit to his shame?